I you did, hit that record. You I, hit that record button, brother. I did not hit that. Record. Oh, wow. Okay, listen up, everybody. Turn up your volumes. Announcement. You are now listening to How oh, That's Garbage Media Production. We got a red on it as well. We're pulling super colds all day. Podcasting. Champion of the world. It's Happy Hour, your no! favorite podcast. Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. Right here! Right there! You know shitheads? Your host, Snake and Trap. Do we have any pride? Do have it now! <laughs> the way that finished there was terrific. <laughs> As the intro ended, welcome to Happy Hour episode 55, special guest episode. I'm Snake, here with us is Trav, and here with us is the world's greatest gambler, <laughs> just the luckiest man on earth in general, I think. We have Matt Man. What's up, Matt Man? What's up? How's your weekend, boys? <laughs> How's your weekend, weekend brother? That's... Weekend is good. Fair, fair assessment, Matt Man, luckiest man on earth. Uh, I mean the, the sports betting. Pool. No, but I mean we're yeah we'll we'll stick to the pools and then the sweepstakes. I wanted to go to Vegas for essentially free. Yep, for, that was weird. For a golf trip. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, know people actually gonna, win those things. How how long ago was that? Uh, just over two years ago. Uh, so I get a little little depressed whenever they come up on the the pictures come up on the old memes on the phone. So yeah, that was a good that was a good trip. Do you apply for um? master's lottery tickets because if you do i assume you'd win those i've never applied i always (laughs) i always forget i'll pay uh, you i'm gonna text you next year around this time and we're gonna see if you can get in uh i've never heard of anyone winning until this past year uh friend of the program eb actually got uh uh, tuesday like practice round tickets that's perfect i want to go and just see (laughs) i want to just go and see the links i'm I'm like i'm ecstatic yeah he kind of like texted it to us and we're all like are we invited uh we were a bit worried that (laughs) we hadn't really heard anything about it for a while i was like uh, did he text a group of five of you and say i have four tickets or something yeah he texted a group of four of us and said hey i just won four tickets to this thing but he never said like hey you guys are invited so then uh i just drank enough beers at the ohio state game when i was with uh g-man that i just sent him a text and was like hey we got any uh golf trips planned for this spring and he was like well yeah the masters and i was like oh hell yeah we're in i guess for sure so looking for, yeah looking forward to that um I, so i've i guess i haven't I didn't win that myself, but I, I kind of won. Yeah, you indirectly won. Would you say, though, <clears throat> that it's apologies in advance? I'm going to be coughing and probably clearing my throat into this thing. Uh, would you say, Matt, man, that whenever you are in the pool, like our general assessment, two of us on this podcast will literally text each other back and forth and be like, did you see the top of the leaderboard? Because you're <laughs> you're always in the mix, dude. You're always like top three. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I do find a way of, uh, putting myself in a mix more than I probably, <laughs> well, uh, that was, nice, that was a nice way of putting it, man. I, um, I feel much comfortable. I'll say this snake. I feel much comfortable with Matt man, like a point or two in front of me than behind me, because I know if he's behind me, I'm probably going to go like over five. Jumped. And, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was trying to think of of things that I'm in with you guys. I mean, I know one of the bull manias that uh, Trav ran. I, I won that. Um, <laughs> obviously, the college football pick them last year. I took that. And that's down. good for life. You don't need to win anything else because there's <sighs> enough juice in I'm, that. Where I'm trying to go back to back here. I mean, the, the uh, prize pool has increased this year. Uh, would love to bring I mean, that home again. You've but. done well in cousin Chris's pool every year, I would say. Um, or at least like been towards the top of the leaderboard. I feel like any sort of March Madness tourney I've been you in to with see you, you, you're up the there. Yeah. <laughs> How about golf? I remember one time you sent me like a master's pool after you just kicked my ass and something else. And I just <laughs> I go, I am not doing that. I I can't I can't have him beat me again. I just left yeah. I just left you on red. <laughs> I did I did not run a uh, a golf pool for this past year, but uh, in 2022 I ran a one and done. There about I think that's maybe what I sent you. I'm not sure. Yeah, but yeah. There were, that's exactly what it was. There were probably it was 20, last year. Yeah, there were probably 20 or 30 people in it, and I ended up taking second. Uh, <laughs> but the the way I went about it, uh, I, I had to rattle off a couple winners uh, towards the end and. That actually jogs my memory again for one other uh, item I need to address uh, uh-huh. pool wise. Because uh, Chris's buddy Alec ran a ran a twenty man golf pool this past this past season. Um, it ran from about April to August through the FedEx Cup playoffs, and all year I was kind of slacking, and I uh, I was out of the money until we got to the FedEx Cup playoffs, and then I rattled off. Uh, the three I got, I picked the winner in all three FedEx Cup playoff events, and I I won the whole thing. So <laughs> yeah, there um, you go. yeah, <laughs> that's surprising. Wow, we did have that, to mix in that second place there, uh, dude. The fact that you made the miracle comeback too—that is the least yeah. surprising thing ever. I am so glad I was not in that. <laughs> yeah, you're oh never safe God. with this man. It, what uh, <laughs> what about just <clears throat> outside of bed? Like, how about hole in ones? Personal hole in ones. Mm-hmm. Never had a hole in one. I'm the only one in my family. Okay, not I was to gonna say one. your family has like uh, a streak wow. of hole in one. What ones. about uh what about lottery tickets? You ever bought one? <laughs> I, I have bought them. I've never have you ever uh, lost? I have lost, but I do want to give a shout out to uh my daughter Avery over Christmas last year. Uh she had a one dollar ticket, she won a hundred bucks on it. It must be it must be like in the jeans that's passed yeah. along yeah, those somehow. Those are passed down to her for yep. sure. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, let's get her on the pod next week and she can make some picks <laughs> on here as well. Sounds like she gets out winners. Say, it, does, it does feel good as I'm handing out winners this week that I will have the uh, actual like uh answer key here with me to uh, uh I'll know which side I'm on, uh the right lot. side or the wrong side. That's a lot so. of pressure. Yeah, that's generous. I mean, if if the late night parlay from last weekend is any indication of how this week will go, we're oh, going to be printing some we money. Should, we should probably, um, before we kick off this podcast, uh, tell that story. Oh, we can. Snake. I can cover what that. The, that's. I think we're into the, we're into game balls. That's that's my first <laughs> game right, ball. Let's do it. Um, game ball. Ronnie Bass. <laughs> All right, so I hate to steal the guest's thunder and start game balls, but um, we're into that subject. So uh, game ball goes to Matt Man for his <laughs> performance on late night Saturday this past <laughs> weekend. Uh, I was having a pretty lackluster betting performance Saturday. <clears throat> I ended up doing okay on my official picks. I think I lost a little action live betting. All in all, I was probably like dead even or maybe even down a little bit. 
And then Matt Man fired up the group text, probably about 9.30 Eastern, uh, as the, the 10 o'clock kicks approached, uh, seeing if we wanted to get a little squad parlay going. I think I did weigh in and just say don't. I think I said don't pick against Colorado, and you responded that that was not the intention. You wanted all the home teams, which was Colorado plus 13, uh, Fresno minus 2.5, and, and Arizona plus 3 kind of all going at the same time um i didn't have a lot of 10 o'clock juice so suddenly i had something to root for uh, thank god i went straight straight parlay didn't tease any points or anything uh two of the three were pretty dramatic finishes that was great and uh third leg came through probably six or seven to one on that puppy to close out my saturday so game ball goes to matt man he put me in the black for the day yeah, that was not, that was that was nuts, Matt. Man, I actually had those three lined up already, um, which I told you, which was kind of sucks because <laughs> I didn't throw it into a parlay as well. Because <laughs> I never assume I'll ever hit three like three like that, particularly at late night. I feel like I I really struggle. But uh, Snake sends me a text uh, Sunday night or or uh, Saturday night or Sunday morning or something that says. How great is it that I got one pick from Matt Man this weekend, and it was a three-leg parlay, and he hit all three legs. <laughs> He's one and zero on giving me plus seven hundred bets. That was that was nuts. Oh my god, was so funny. I just assumed that was par for the course. Like Matt Man just takes a look at the the ten o'clocks, and I just, just dude, I usually go to bed with like my um, oh, what's the expression like my heart in my throat sort of thing. Like I just. Yeah, the Very, stomach, you, stomach pit. Those, yeah, those just last yeah, my stomach. Like, man, that was a really rough ending to a rough day. And yeah. to go to bed on that just like absolute ringer. That was there, weird. I was yeah. like, <laughs> I was like, like that last game ended, you know, it was like 1230 here. I was like, man, I might like get a bowl of cereal and hang out, <laughs> hang out, watch some more TV for a little bit. Like I am just, I'm riding just high juiced. right now. Just juiced. Yeah, no, that was, that was easily the latest I have stayed up all football season. Uh, <laughs> just so I could watch those games with you guys. Uh, <laughs> That's great, man. We Trav, appreciate it. Yeah. You got the two hour <laughs> time difference working in your favor, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I was, I was a little tired Sunday <laughs> my, morning my, <laughs> as, as I'm getting woken up by my daughter as, at as your daughter wakes you up. Yeah. That's what right. time, what time she get up now? What do I have to look forward to? Uh, today it was six 45. Um, and, uh, she scared me, uh, came out of the bathroom and she was just standing there looking at me <laughs> and I thought it was <laughs> like an intruder or something because she did not say anything <laughs> to make her presence known. So she was just standing there. And then, uh, I mean, Danielle was home <laughs> this morning, so I left for work, but, uh, not after a few tears of, I'm going to miss you daddy. So, uh, yeah. I had to take care of that first. So, oh man, oh, that's oh, yeah. great, man. Uh, oh, yeah. I had a similar, um, you know, intruder situation that wasn't an intruder. My dog started barking at like I don't know four or five in the morning or something. The other day, he was barking so loud, and I was like, "What?" I go, I, I said to him, "I'm like, there's nobody out there, man. Like, there's nobody out there. Stop barking." And I open up the door, and my wife is standing there, like in the dark. And I could just like see her silhouette and I felt my knees like go weak. I almost passed <laughs> oh. out. Yeah. It it's happened a few times with, with a fake intruder around here. So, uh, <laughs> just keep, keeps me on edge. That's for sure. I guess I'd never considered that. Cause at four we're like popping open doors and stuff, right? Like, Oh yeah. Full Rome. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And she, I mean, she's pushing five here and she is, yeah, she's, she is, uh, fighting naps like no other. She's pretty much done with them. Uh, so at about six, seven o'clock rolls around, it's, it's bedtime. So, <laughs> yeah, especially if she's getting up at six forty. That's rough. Um, fortunately my wife is still on maternity leave. So I really haven't had to get that like early wake up uh, call yet. Um, just yeah, like it's coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming though. Surely. Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's continue with game balls. Uh, Matt, man, why don't you toss a game ball out? Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got one game ball. Um, and, and it's kind of as golf season ends for outdoor golf, we're transitioning to really only you can play on a simulator indoors. Uh, just want to give a game ball to my landlord for making his simulator lefty friendly. Um, so a little background, he owns a, uh, a building in Altoona where, uh, the, the ground floor is a simulator. He calls it amen corner. And, the second and third floor are apartment buildings he owns. So he, he transitioned the first floor into the simulator where it's uh, membership based and he's had it for a couple of winters now. And I've been going there the last couple of winters, but I've had to shift uh, and hit a little further down from where all the other righties hit because there's a big pole that sticks up into the ceiling that I would hit if I were to swing at the spot that everyone else hit from. So he ponied up some cash in the off season in the, for the off season here, bought this new simulator that hangs from the ceiling and he shifted where everyone hits over now. So it's lefty friendly. I can go down there, have fun, not worry about uh, the simulator, not registering for me. And it's just going to make the winter, the winter uh, a lot more enjoyable. And hopefully I get that uh, first hole in one. Next summer. <laughs> I don't know if those count or not. I never considered that. Uh, Trav has yeah. Trav has a simulator in in his building as well. I think he actually went in there and broke it like the first day or something. That boy. Yeah, it's like a club. Uh, no, I didn't throw a club. It was like my yeah. It was literally. <laughs> I think it was like my second day there. I just hit this like low liner, and I think I just hit it so shitty there was like so much topspin on it, just <laughs> ripped a hole in the oh, <laughs> in the shit. screen. <laughs> yeah, and then I just dropped the club and took off as if like they'd never catch me. Yeah. And I felt so bad about it. I shot them an email and they didn't really care. They said we're gonna replace it anyways. And it took them literally, geez, I don't know, nine months, but they finally did they finally did <laughs> replace it. And the new one's pretty nice. Um so nice. That was actually that was the you know, uh kind of the silver lining there. I got I got the whole apartment complex a uh, like a new simulator. So I'm actually the uh, game ball to me. I'm, I'm, the, hero. I'm the hero. Game ball to yeah. <laughs> Matt um, Man's landlord. Game ball to Trav. <laughs> any other game balls, Matt Man? Uh, no, nah, that was my only game ball. Okay, great. I have a couple football players here. I have Jalen Milrow. I feel like this guy is the modern day Mike Vick. I need to know if anyone else cares besides me. That man running around, that was that was awesome. He, he's blazing fast. He, I mean, he can throw like, and he throws an excellent deep ball. He's literally, he's Michael Vick. Uh, I, I don't yeah. know. I, I, I think we I need pointed to pull that Michael out Vick's weeks ago. Yeah, 1999 yeah. stats or Even something. Even the throwing but... mechanics look similar. Everything looks similar. The the yeah. the cut of his jersey sleeves is perfect. Like, I loved just... when he scored. He was like, 
high-fiving the fans, but it was like the most casual high-five. Did you guys see that? That was cool. I think I just, I think I like him a lot. Just really wish I was holding that 25 to one Bama national championship <laughs> ticket. I need to check updated odds on that, but I just can't believe I didn't. I get think it we're that. down to like eight to one. That's so. just, that's rough. Um, I also have Olu. I think it's Olu Wadi Wadere. Uh, Ogumba Wale. Don't the you dare. Texans kicker. Oh, yeah. you son of a yeah. bitch. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, did I steal that from you? <laughs> yeah, this guy's, yeah, he was on my game balls as well. Yeah, that was absolutely nuts watching that guy bang that thing home in the fourth <laughs> quarter as if he'd done that like a hundred times before. It's the go ahead, too. It's the go ahead. I think they said goal. it was the first non kicker to ever do that in the fourth quarter, right? Something crazy like that. Um, yeah, I got him there as some, first. Some, uh, ridic- some ridiculous stat. Wow, he's the first non-kicker punter to make a field goal since this guy in 2004. Maybe you guys remember w- it. Wes Welker. Wes Welker. And yeah, I remember that. He's the yeah. first running back to kick a field goal since 1979. Some guy in the Saints. Dang. Yeah, that I had was, him as well, was, though. Game ball. That was impressive. That was impressive. He was kicking and off then, uh, multiple kickoffs. They were landing like inside the 10. That guy could wow. kick a football. Yeah, also... CJ Stroud is outrageously good too. We'll throw him in there as well. 470 yards. I I didn't even see the ending to that game until later on. I just assumed that game was over when whoever they were playing scored. I didn't realize he drove them down the field and they scored again. That was that was wild. Yeah, and it wasn't even penalty based either, I don't think. I think he just he even worked the middle of the field too and then rushed up, spiked it, whatever, and then threw the final touchdown to Tank Dell. Uh Texans are fun. Yeah, they're pretty. Uh, I thought they're gonna. I thought they were really gonna suck. It probably, but they cra- it probably cracked reasonable. a win total. I would imagine, or they're damn close yeah, to it. Yeah, good call on that. It's probably three and a half. Do they have four wins? Probably. Yeah, I think they have four now. Yeah, it's nuts. All right, that's game balls. Um, let's get right into some travia. Matt, man, I know you have quite a few travias, so start firing away. Yeah. Uh, first one. Uh. So this is a AP college football poll question. Uh, there are four teams who have been ranked in the AP college football poll over 300 weeks, but have never been ranked number one in the history of their football program. Who are the four teams? In their entire history, too. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, and so, AP poll, did you say how long this goes back till? Well, 300 uh, weeks is like, geez, divided by what is the football season? 15 like weeks? Ten, yeah. So this is like seasons, but it, but years. these weeks are counted like a week is counted when they're ranked at any week in the AP poll. It's not just like this football team is yeah. 20 years old. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm ready to take some stabs. Uh, you said there's five of them I'm looking for here or? Uh, f- for that have over 300 weeks all right how about boston college no hawaii <laughs> not hawaii that seems <laughs> oh, like a very now. obscure guess how about syracuse not syracuse virginia tech that's number one uh 311 weeks they have never been ranked number one any other acc teams one more georgia tech that's it. That's it. They're number two uh, at 306. Should have went with the tech schools right off the bat snake. Come on now, man. 
And, uh, okay, other conference, I'm going to say it's some SEC school that I've never really thought of. No, no SEC on here. Uh, it's a Pac-12. Pac we got a Pac-12. Washington, never been. Washington State. No, that's a good guess, but that's not that's not it. How about like one of the dorky schools, uh, Cal or Stanford? Dude, Cal, I was gonna say Stan, Stan, Stanford's fourth at three hundred and three. I was gonna say Cal's probably locked down a one before. I can't right, believe Stanford's then, never held a one. That seems crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How about like when what's his face was there, John Elway? Like you would think they were pretty good. Tiger Woods. Yeah. Tiger Woods was, when Tiger Woods was there. <laughs> uh, is there another Pac-12 school? No, it's uh, Big, Big 12. Twelve holding down the number three spot. Well, they're actually tied with Georgia Tech at three hundred six. So, but yeah, uh, Big Twelve. TCU. Nope. Texas Tech. No, but that would have been funny. Big Twelve. Uh, Iowa State. How about uh? Oh, that's where I was going to go. Who'd you say? Iowa State. Not Iowa State. Kansas. Are they in the not Kansas? Are no, they in the Big Twelve now? Yes. So they just moved into it. They did or, not just move into it. They've been in it for a few years, but they were not always in the. They were not always in the Big Twelve. Is it West Virginia? It is. Yeah, three oh six. So yeah, Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech, West Virginia, and Stanford have all been Man. ranked in the AP poll. Should have guessed all the Tech three hundred weeks, but yep. <laughs> yeah, pretty uh, good. West Virginia was number two that year. They lost a pit. Uh, yep. Uh, whatever if, that. If I should know that score. Ten to. I don't know. Something weird, right? Yeah. It was. Was it like thirteen to? That's it. Thirteen nine. nine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was two thousand seven. The year of the two. Curse of the two or whatever. Yeah. Right. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good call yeah. on that. That yeah. was like the craziest year of college football ever. Right. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Like uh, USF was ranked. Kansas was number two. Like. It was it was crazy. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw it out there this week. Big spreads. I think there's gonna be some like big big upsets. Um, I I need to throw at least two or three of these dogs together. Um, I'm gonna obviously need your help, Madman, to help me determine uh, this. But I mean, this feels like this feels like could be some massive upsets. I just need to pick the right ones. Yeah, could be an upset crazy week. Hopefully for Penn State too. But uh, we'll get to that. Uh, you want me to fire the next one? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Keep going. All right. Uh, give me the last quarterback drafted from each of these schools. Oh, my God. Uh, this is the greatest trivia ever. <laughs> uh, and I, I have a note here, but I don't think it's relevant because I don't – I'm. the note says the school – the school I say is the last school the QB played for, but I don't okay. think any of the – I don't think any of these guys played anywhere else. So like I, I don't know why QBs I said that. or something. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, first one, Utah. Alex Smith. Bang. Yeah, that's correct. Whoa. Job whoa, easy. whoa. How is it not that guy that has a gap in his teeth and he plays for the Ravens? Tyler Huntley? Yeah. Must not have got drafted. Oh, good call on that, though. Now, now I'm going to fact check myself because if I I'm I guess wrong, he's undrafted. Tyler Hunt, Tyler Huntley or he was, he was Ryan undrafted. Hundley? <laughs> Tyler uh, Huntley. Tyler Huntley. Yeah, he was, he was undrafted. Undrafted. Before. Damn. Yeah. What a steal. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I guess I, was trying to f I guess I was trying to fool you with his name. Uh, yeah. Um, Michigan State. Connor Cook, fourth round, Raiders. Yeah. 
I didn't know you uh, were well versed in Connor Cook trivia. Uh, I would Michigan. Cook. Uh, Shea Patterson. No. Ooh. Um. Oh, what's his face? That's before what, Shea Patterson. What, what was the bigger? What was the big? Yeah. What was the bigger guy's name? Oh, Wilton Spate. He didn't get drafted, what? did he? Not him. No. That's <laughs> not a guy that played. Wilton Spate? I thought that was his name. Um, no, it probably is. Should we know this guy, Matt Man? Chad Henney? Not oh, Chad Henney. You, M- more you recent? Do, more recent. Yeah, you do know the name, but I mean, he was never like. Yeah. He was never good in it's my gonna mind. It's going to be some so. six foot uh, five white the, guy. This is just a. this this guess is a joke uh well unless it's denard robinson it's not no but oh that's a good one tate uh forcier no yeah something like that (laughs) not tate forcier it's not denard robinson can we have denard robinson was drafted but he was not the last quarterback drafted from michigan who was the guy that kept wearing the jersey that was like a different number that was denard i think oh it was yeah, he's wearing like eighty-seven or ninety-one. Or I thought it was. Why can I? Why can I not picture who was good? Was Shea uh, Patterson drafted? He was not drafted. No. Uh, I can give you the year he was drafted. Yeah, yeah. Give us that. Twenty sixteen. So it was the same draft as Connor Cook. Damn. See, I thought that was when Wilton Spate or whatever his name was was a senior. Maybe I got the wrong name. It's gonna be is it a, a big name goofy. That... Is it a big goofy white guy? Yeah, of he course is a, it is. He yeah. is a white guy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I thought his name was. I don't. I can't remember what his name is. Initials, um, Batman. Initials. That's where we're at. <laughs> Jr. Jr. I'm glad I stumped you guys on it's this. It's not one. Jacob. Justin. J- it's kind of Jacob. Jason. <laughs> No, it's just Jake? short. <laughs> Jake. Oh, Jake Ru- Rutledge. Rut- that's, clo- <laughs> that's close. I don't even know who that person is. I don't remember him at all. You want me to just his give, name? It, yeah. give it to you? Yeah. Uh, Jake Rudock. Rudock. Yeah. He yeah. was playing for the Dolphins at oh, one point. Geez, yeah. He was. Yeah, I couldn't yep. pick that yep. out of the list. Yep. Why was that uh, man drafted? Round six. Uh, six. Yeah, I think the Lions got him. Uh, and then my wow. final one. My that's final enough. one. Uh, this one might be rougher. Uh, Virginia Tech. Bruce Arians. <laughs> <laughs> you could have at least thrown out Michael Vick, but oh, I got it. Is it uh, Logan Thomas? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job. <clears throat> All right. Um. So now it's a little sports geopolitical combo action we got going on here these. for, this for is, these oh. for these final two. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so there are five FBS teams that play in an NFL stadium. Who are they? Uh, run, UNLV running rebels plays in Allegiant. Yep. Uh, uh, the Hur- temple plays in Philly. Yep. Miami hurricanes. Uh, it must play in the dolphins. Uh huh. Um, Oh, UMass plays in the, uh, He's shaking his no. head. No, sorry, I keep, I keep forgetting we're on uh, camera here. That uh, <laughs> UMass yeah, U- plays in Gillette. UMass does not <laughs> does not play in Gillette. No. Oh, fuck. Um, 
UMass is probably downtown Boston, aren't they? I'm Isn't not it like, sure. It's like Amherst or something, man. It's like out in the – Yeah, yeah. And the stadium's out in the middle of nowhere too, I think. Yeah. Uh, so what are we at? Three of five? Yeah, three, yeah. Give us conference. One's AFC, one's NFC. One's really obvious. I mean – Oh, you gave one us the is, NFL team. Oh, one sorry. Of, I'm yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> AFC NFC. What? My bad. Those are the no. That stadiums, technically does work. Yeah, it does. One one is ACC. The other, I believe, is now Big Twelve. Oh, did you already do Georgia Tech or something, Trav? Who'd you guess? I I guessed UNLV played oh. Allegiant Stadium. Oh, does, sorry. Georgia, uh, does Georgia Tech play at the Falcons or something? No. Um, I'm sorry. This team is not in the Big 12. They are in the American Athletic Conference. Oh. Ooh, Tulane. No. no. Too, not Tulane. Is it uh, Rice? They play at Houston? No. Shit. I thought I got that. <laughs> um, is it Houston plays at Houston? That would no. make sense. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. It was a. Uh, no, San Antonio doesn't have a team to play at. Oh, uh, Pitt plays at the. <laughs> there you go. That was, yeah, that was, that was the obvious. obvious. Yes, that was the ACC. It was now we got American, uh, American, and they play in, uh, in an what? NFC team stadium. NFC, yeah, <laughs> dude. AAC is big, man. Um, let's see. And Tulane. I didn't even. Does Tulane I, play? No, no Tulane thought, has thought, their own stadium. Yes, I feel like it's green. I didn't even know this until I found this question, so it's not. Hey, I come on here to try to try to stump you guys. So. These, are, these are legitimate trivia. Did you make these up, by the way, or did you Google these? Uh, shout out Sporkle. Um, Sporkle's the best. Oh, I uh, got it. Uh, is it uh, Charlotte plays at the Panthers? No. Oh, shit. That would have made sense, too. Uh, did we talk about SMU? Not SMU. All right, I got the AAC pulled up. Trav, yeah, I was, was going to say, I was, was gonna say I'm, I'm like, I it's hard to get all of them because I got like it's like it's Tulane, not, it's Tulsa, Tulsa, Rice, <laughs> Tulane, Tulsa, Rice, UTSA. <laughs> I already mentioned Mem- Memphis. Doesn't make sense, does it? No. Florida Atlantic? That doesn't make sense. No. Oh, South Florida might also play in that stadium. Tampa? Play the Bucks? Tampa. Yeah. Oh, it's Tampa. Oh, okay. dang. That's final, a hard yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and then my final one, uh, this will test your state capital knowledge. Don't know how good you guys are with those. Um, four NFL teams play their home games in their respective state's capital. Who are the four? Oh, wow. George, Georgia Tech. <laughs> <laughs> Four NFL, NFL teams playing this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, damn, it seems like there's a lot more than four. Yeah, you could probably make a case for most uh most college football teams in their state capital. Right. But is Charlotte the capital of North Carolina? You're gonna or say no, you're gonna throw out Georgia Tech and then you're not gonna say Falcons. There you go, Snake. There's <laughs> oh, <one>. yes. <laughs> Let's just send you out, buddy. Lolly you <laughs> slam dunk. Um I moved I moved on completely. New train of thought. <laughs> State capitals. Oh, did you just say Charlotte, by the way? Is that a state capital? 
No, I think Ra- it's Raleigh. Raleigh is yeah, the capital yeah. of North Carolina. Yeah. Let's go. What's a California state capital? Sacramento. That's cr- yeah. it is Sacramento, but well, that, how about that Flo- how about us. Florida? Tallahassee. Tallahassee. That's not mm-hmm. it. Uh, it's like you guys never paid attention in Mr. McElhaney's geography class. <laughs> uh, Boston. Boston's the capital of Mass. It is, but Patriots don't play in Boston there, brother. Yeah, so we're Dude, getting... This is a stunt. This is a stunt. <laughs> Stumper. We, li- we just literally talked about that, too. Nobody plays uh, in Austin, Texas. Now, and again, one of these is really obvious, uh, I think one really of you li- lives there. I think one of you lives there. Uh, Denver's the capital. <laughs> <laughs> Broncos. Uh, uh, there, there's two. Um. Okay. Damn. I should have got that one. I was thinking that was going to be the first one, but I mean, <laughs> wait. We only have two out of what? Four. You got two out of four. Yeah. Holy. Uh, what's the capital of? I think Illinois? you can pretty much rule out all the Northeast. I feel like I've done those in my head, and those are out after you said Boston. That would be correct. Granted, there's not many football teams in the Northeast. But, yeah, that, uh, that, that helps. Like, four or five what's, of them. What's the capital of uh, Michigan? Lansing, but... Oh, yeah, duh. Okay, I knew that one, too. Yeah. Shit, okay. Well, my brain is like an absolute... So probably just go down the NFL teams, actually. Just think of right it that now. way. Yeah, that's okay. exactly. Yeah, there's less NFL teams in state capitals. Yeah, so. I was, I was, okay. I was, I was trying to go through all the states. I was running through the states. Yeah, Oof. it's not AFC East. I'm like in the M's for states, so I'm just gonna finish it up. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't think it, is Cincinnati the capital of Ohio. I don't think it is. No, Columbus is. Uh, I can give sucks. you. They are both AFC South teams. I was just getting there, Matt. Man, I just went through the North, Sorry. And the AFC Sorry. South teams. I so feel like in, we're just is Indianapolis, the capital of Indiana. Yeah, it's got it. It is. So yeah. oh, I didn't know that. Okay, and then can you name another city in Indiana other than like South Bend? Gary. Okay, <laughs> TJ. So uh, it's not not uh, Jacksonville, Jack- Jacksonville, not the Texans. So who's that leave? Uh, AFC Titans? South Titans, Tennessee. Oh, Nashville plays in Nashville. Nashville. Yes, sir. Yeah, never considered that. It's kind of mind blowing. That's the capital. Then again, I forgot Denver was the capital. So <laughs> that's tough. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, those are my four. So I feel like I think I got you guys pretty good. Yeah, the, those that was were, ex- those that was excellent, excellent man. man. Yeah. All right, go ahead, go ahead, Snake. If you yeah, got one, it's all you. fun and games till I just make you guys look like fools on here. All right, on Sunday, Bryce Young threw two pick sixes to the same guy. Did you guys see this? Indianapolis Colts cornerback Kenny Moore. He ran back two interceptions for touchdowns. Naturally, I thought, has has anyone else ever done that? So I looked it up. Do you guys think someone else has done it? And if so, how many other people have done it? I mean, you seem pretty juiced up. I'm guessing the answer is not zero. So, yeah, right. I'm saying someone else has done it. Are you on the same page there, Matt? Someone man? else yeah, has yeah, done yeah. it here. Yeah. Uh, is it two two pick sixes or two defensive touchdowns? Two pick sixes specifically. Got to be INTs. Okay. Why do I think this was kind of recent? Like, do you remember when the the Patriots had that crazy 
defensive season and they were scoring like a bunch of fantasy points every game. It was a few years ago, but for some reason that's just sticking out to me. JC Jackson. <laughs> oh, you don't have to. I, I don't think anyone's oh. done it within the last two or three years. I just oh. wanted to know how many people have ever scored oh. two oh. pick sixes oh. in a. I thought you were. I thought you were trying to get us like to give you a name. Larry Brown in the Super Bowl or something. <laughs> I'm gonna say three. Uh, I'll say one. It was <laughs> okay. Kenny. Moore. It was also Kenny Moore five years ago. <laughs> okay, prepared to be mind blown. There's 27 guys that have done it now, <laughs> which seems just not real. Uh, do you guys think anyone has ever? Recorded three. <laughs> Don't do this to me. I'm going to say no. I'll that, just seems, go, that seems like one in a million. I'm just going to go yes. <laughs> okay. The answer is no. No one's ever pulled off the three INTs. Um, I did find... So the other most... Let's see. Da, da, da. Okay, so not necessarily scoring on, on interceptions, but... Just getting an interception in a game and getting multiple interceptions. Has anyone ever recorded three interceptions? So not scoring, but just to have three picks in a game. Darrell Rivas has yeah. had to have done that, right? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, uh, yeah I'm gonna... I feel like someone did it recently. Was it the... Who the heck was that? Did it happen in the past five years? I think there was someone after 2010-ish. Oh wait! Uh, somebody had it this year. Uh, the Jets guy did it this year. Didn't he have three did picks have in the three? same game? I don't know. I yeah, didn't write it yeah, down. Yeah. Uh, but how many people do you think have done that ever? Three interceptions three. in a game. <laughs> three, three, thirteen. All right, good guess, Matt. Man, twelve. Oh. Um. Oh man. I might have even given you the wrong. I think twelve guys have had four interceptions in one game. Oh my god. No, no, no. Twelve have had three. I think one has had four, maybe. I know D'Angelo Hall has had four. Um That's and, a nice like season. Yeah, it's a pretty nice season. Um, let me just give you this last thing here, too. So last interception question. What is the most pick sixes in a game by a single team? So like it doesn't have to be the same guy, but Multiple people on the team can run back pick sixes. How many pick sixes did they <laughs> score in a game? <laughs> Five. That just seems insane. <laughs> I'll say I'll say four. <laughs> it is it is four. Only yeah. one team has ever done it. It's the nineteen eighty four Seattle Seahawks. And yes, one guy scored twice within those four. Um, and then this is not a question, but I would just add I did. During this research, I stumbled across a game where Rondé Barber had two pick sixes, seven solo tackles, and one force fumble <laughs> in a 2006 Bucks versus Eagles game. So, like you said, Trav, pretty nice season. That's that's insane. It's impressive. Um, getting away, getting away from the uh, uh, you know pick sixes and such. Here, uh, we're going to talk about. Josh Allen is the second QB all time who uh, with 10 with 10 games of 300 yards passing, two touchdown passes and one 
rushing touchdown in the same game. Who was the first QB to do that? Repeat those, please. 300 yards passing, Yeah. two TD passes, and one rushing touchdown in the same game. Uh, he's done it 10 games. There's only one other guy who's done that as well. Um, and who is that? How is that list that small? Oh, and he that, said yeah. he's done it 10 times. Well, yes. Okay. All he's got to do is run one touchdown in and throw two and throw for 300. And throw for 300 yards. 300 is a lot, it, yeah. Is it not Mike Vick? I didn't throw for no, not Mike 300 Vick. enough. A guy doesn't have to be that mobile, right? Like he could be a QB sneak master. It could be Peyton Manning. You're on to something. Tom Brady. It is. It's yeah. Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. Very good, boys. I'm impressed. I thought that was going to take a long time. So very good. <laughs> Bruce Arians. Um, because I saw I didn't know who it was. That was like the trivia question during the Bills game. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Arians. More touchdown um, runs. Michael Vick or Bruce Arians. <laughs> and then we got a uh sorry about my child crying. Uh we got a um Listeners, uh, listener submission, uh, former guest, uh, Jared sent me one here, uh, through the text line, of course. Um, <laughs> who, uh, who from Jared, who's the only Heisman winner to compete in an Olympics as well? Uh, sorry, oh, it's going to be a yeah. classic. Who's the only Heisman winner to compete in Olympics as well? Uh, and he was on the, the hint is he was on the 1992 U S bobsled team. What? <laughs> yeah. I thought it's going to be a s- sprinter or something. No. So Heisman winners. Um, so we'd have to, we'd have to hint. know the Heisman winners from like the late eighties. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. Okay. I was, I, yeah, I was, I was thinking, did he win the Heisman, have an NFL career, and then go bobsled after the career? So I was going back even further, which would muddy the waters more for me. Because I got to look at his wiki, but I would say he was in the NFL at that time. I'm really bad with like going back to. So let's just figure, like eighty eight, he was eighteen years playing for the Eagles, which I didn't know he ever played for the Eagles. It's in the NFL. He's playing for the Eagles. I'd be best off just trying to guess a Heisman winner who right now is Charles Woodson. Nope. That's too. That's nineties. Yeah. Mid nineties. I think that's what I'm saying. We need to guess someone that's like 60. Yeah. He's uh, a, about that politician 61. Oh, 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 I was going to say, I almost threw that out there. He's a politician. Yeah. What's his name? Matt, man. He's like down South. Uh, is it Archie Griffin? Is it a no? Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker. Herschel yeah. Walker. Yeah. yeah. Herschel Walker was on the '92 bobsled team, evidently, as well as. Um, oh wait, I was going to say he was the baseball player, but that's Bo Jackson. Those people are all the same person. Yeah. And Earl Campbell. <laughs> yeah. They're all the same person. To me, I'm like, oh yeah, that running back from the '80s that played somewhere in the South. Yeah. Don't ask me which one of those guys it was, but I know it's one of them. I'll never forget reading this book and middle school and it said he was taking like his first snap of high school football and he ran like 80 yards for a touchdown and they called it back for a hold so the next play he ran like 90 yards for a touchdown and they called it back for a hold (laughs) 
then like they had him backed all the way up and he ran it in from 95 yards and someone so, was holding and the refs I, were basically just like, we can't do this again. And I nobody think I read that same book. I think I read that same book snake. And I think it was Tony Dorsett. Wasn't it? <laughs> oh man, Maybe it wasn't any of those. I was thinking it was not Bo Jack. I th- think I thought it was Archie Griffin. Uh, okay, could have been. He was a little no, he was 80s, I think. I think he won in the 80s. That uh, might have been late 70s. I don't know. Yeah, throw him in there though. He's kind of the same guy. <laughs> uh yeah. All right. Any other travias? That seems like a no. No, no travias? Okay. That's it, yeah. Uh all right. Guest spot here. Little Matt Man CPA 101. Um so any sort of CPA or related information, I'm going to assume qualifies here. Trav, do you have anything, or is this me? No, this is you, but I'm, I'm going to take notes. Okay. <laughs> um, I know Matt Man was referencing that gigantic uh, encyclopedia-sized book oh, oh, oh. at his desk. Respect, respect the quick finder, please. <laughs> respect quick the finder. quick finder. I don't think you'll need the quick finder for this. All right. Um, we're talking taxes and tax returns. <laughs> which I know isn't exactly your specialty here. What percent of Americans do you think fail to file taxes every year? Oh, uh, is this, is this fail to file uh, by both the tax deadline and the tax extension? Yeah. Like they're just deadline? not, they're just not filing the things. Uh, gotta be a third. I'll say 33%. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Too high. Too, too, too high. high. Yeah, god um, damn, I was going to say. Well, no, it's, that, that's good. It's 5%. Um, <laughs> the, the top two reasons cited are they are overwhelmed with the tax prep's complexity, and they simply object to paying income taxes. So those are two reasons why the 5% does not pay. Uh, what percentage of Americans do you think receives a refund for filing taxes any given year? Yeah, I mean, this is all just a play on what their uh, withholdings are on their W four. Uh, I mean, if you're if you're smart about it, you can withhold a little extra each paycheck and uh, get a nice fat refund in in the spring. Uh, a third, <laughs> no higher than that, seventy five. <laughs> Travis all over it. He's, he's gonna. <laughs> Travis, the tax return guy around here. Uh, I got seventy six percent in twenty eighteen, seventy five percent in twenty nineteen, and seventy six percent in twenty twenty. So, first of all, this is a PSA. I just want to say that five, no, seventy five percent of the five percent, I think, are probably leaving money on the table every year by not filing, and that's about twelve million right. Americans. Oh, good take. Uh. I, I love Matt man just tossing a third around. I will say I saw some when I was researching this, I did see something and I didn't write this one down, but do you know what percentage of the population pays federal income tax and which percentage doesn't? Because this number, I remember seeing it and I was kind of like, I have to look at that again. Because it was a little bit mind blowing. What percentage of the population do you think pays federal income tax? So, so are you telling me like, are you asking what percentage is employed? Because I think you, know, you can be uh, employed after reading uh, this. I'm guessing you can be an employed and not have to owe federal income tax. 
Okay, I thought you were talking like federal taxes were taken out of your paycheck, meaning you were you were paying quote unquote paying them that way. All right, I let mean, me let me look I've, at this statistic. I'm with you, Matt, man. I was just gonna say I don't know I've, where we're going here. I've proved here that uh, I'm not very good with X percent of U.S. households paid income tax in 2022. Does this mean that they owed tax on their return or? No, like throw all that out. Do they do they have to pay income tax or not? What percent? Ninety nine. Yeah, I was gonna say it's probably like ninety seven percent. One would think it says sixty percent of U.S. households paid income tax in two thousand twenty two. I don't understand. The remaining forty point one percent of households paid no income tax. (laughs) I think we're suckers, boys. Uh, I need to stop paying these things. We might be in the five percent. There might be some tax evasion going on here. <laughs> it looks I'm, like a I'm lot con- of tax I'm evasion. I'm concerned about 5% uh, because that's one in 20. You know, I work with, I don't know, 40 people. You're telling me two of those people. Like if I was like, man, those filing taxes were a bitch this year. And they were like, <laughs> don't know. Didn't do them. <laughs> that's not like, t- like them. not turning took a year off. I mean, that's, oof. It's risky. Which I'm, I'm pretty sure if you do not owe money, uh, you're not subject to the the penalties that come with oh, good late, call. late filing. Um, but like if again, I, if you're you a could, student and you don't have income, you don't have to file. Uh, and if you're above yeah, 65 I mean, and you're on Medicaid, Medicaid, social, Medicare, social security, yeah, yeah, but yeah, you're I mean, not filing but, something for that either. Well, so yeah, well, I guess it kind of adds up. Well, no, you you would want to file to get your refund, but I mean, you're not going to be subject to federal income tax. No, I was going to say penalties are fine. <laughs> federal, but, we're back to the federal yeah. income. Did we? Did we pay? Sorry, I didn't give. That's I a good. Stuck. Hey, that's I a good. Stop thinking about. That's that. a good question. Uh, when we were like working over the summers, yeah. A, did we file taxes? And B, were we paying federal income tax? Oh, oh, yeah. You, you yeah. filed a return, but it, it again comes down to your definition of of paying federal income tax. If you withheld on your paycheck properly. You were most likely getting a refund. Yes, that stat tells me forty percent of people that I guess earn money aren't obligated. Like that doesn't even come out of their check. They're somehow no. not paying. No. no, they're probably dude. They're probably making like eight bucks an hour or something. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. I think if you start thinking about it, it's probably what just about everybody under sixteen. It's probably everyone over sixty five. It's probably I'm pretty all sure that students. stuff used to come out of our paychecks when we made eight dollars an hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you're you weren't under eighteen, over sixty five, or a student like during the summer, I guess. If you're working, but yeah, I'm just saying in general, while you're a student. Follow up question: Not working, Matt. Man, uh, how do I become? part of this group that doesn't have to get those yeah. things withheld. Uh, How do I opt out of all of that? And I tell the government I'm going to square up later. That's a good question. Uh, I should have started this segment out with the disclaimer <laughs> that this is not real tax advice for me, so I cannot be held liable for anything that you do. Um, it's usually a good one to throw out just in general. Yeah. Um, I am on the phone with Edgar Snyder as we speak, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had the IRS on speed dial to to ask you or to ask for you, but uh Oh, okay. Yeah. Final tax question for you. Does this pass the sniff test? My identity was stolen in the form of someone filed taxes for me after I filed and they had a nice juicy return. 
I don't, they like cooked the books and they basically had like some refund of like 12 grand or 16 grand. And the IRS clearly like paid them out. And then they came back to me and asked me why I asked for that money. So then that's the point where we realized like I didn't ask for the money. My identity was stolen. Do you think the IRS gets that money back? Yeah, I, I just want to start out saying I remember you talking about this when it happened, and it was just jaw dropping, um, crazy stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the IRS does not get this money back. Yeah, I don't uh, think they get it back either. Uh, the guy who stole your identity is long gone uh, on a beach somewhere with that twelve grand. Uh, yeah, I feel like he had a nice head start if they were coming back to me and then asking yeah. like, "Hey, six months ago, why did you do this?" Yeah, I was going to say there was probably a few months in between there that uh, this guy could do what he wanted to. So <laughs> that guy was that guy was a hundred percent like uh, what's his face parlay pats or something. He's just like in major debt, just throwing together a bunch of parlays and needed some cash quickly. That's most likely is he just had a few eight leggers he needed to fund. Yeah, yeah, make right. up for. <laughs> All right. I actually have I actually have two quick questions for you guys. It's actually like more along the lines of your question, Snake. I read one time the chances of you being audited. Do you guys know what in your lifetime? I think. Do you guys know what that percentage is? It's just the number that yeah. the IRS is giving out, or the number that's real. Uh, like yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I think I read it on Google, so I'm I don't. I'm gonna know. go with like the polled mindset of actual people, and I'm gonna say, I'll say a percent and a half. Yeah, I was gonna go less than a percent. Yeah, very good. I think it's one in. 110 so a little bit less, less than, than a percent, percent. Yeah, yeah 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 in your lifetime so but again um, i like at my at my office there's probably a hundred ish people there any given day so someone i see each day could be one to get audited so do they really expect you to like find receipts and stuff and, like from i mean i think they can go back seven years so <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh be a bit dicey <laughs> i don't know how that would work I have, right. a, I have a, one last tax question. Yep. So basically we filed our taxes with this one um, firm or whatever that's in Connecticut. And uh, we got a, like something back that was basically like, Hey, you filed your returns wrong. You actually didn't make note of this like couple thousand dollars that you already like paid on your taxes this year. So we're going to refund it to you. I have so many questions about that. Number one, like how did my person filing the taxes not catch that or know that? Number two, like <laughs> I can't believe the government is actually tracking that. <laughs> and number three, like am, is this act, am I, do you think I'll actually get this back? And how long? And why am I just hearing about this in November? I'm just I'm very I have a lot of questions. Was it a estimated tax payment you and your wife made? Like, did you, was it like a tax planning stance where someone you think I'll make an you? estimated tax payment plans, <laughs> payments or whatever? You're insane, Matt, man. No, I have no idea what this would be. Well, without the context. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he needs the documents. Why right? are they, sure. but why are, why are they messaging me about this in November? Hey, you seven months ago when you filed your taxes, you paid too much. That seems weird to me. Well, seven months ago, or you could say, uh, 
the you know the extension date was what October fifteenth. So is it just a couple weeks after that? And they're too much looking into stuff. You can get an extension date of October fifteenth. Yeah, but you still need to pay the tax. You just have till then to file your return. Okay. So it's yeah. like that because if I don't you know. don't, I don't, if you, I don't even yeah. want to look, I don't even want to look into it, man, man. I think just, I'm just going to take the cash if I ever actually see it. Make sure you, you claim just, it on next year's return though. That would be, that's another issue that <laughs> yes. Oh God. I'm just going to no. <laughs> but it's, just, it's ignoring uh, everything I'm listening to right now. Never mind. Yeah, this never right. happened. Yeah. It's <laughs> this guy's overpaying. <laughs> it's cooking the books too much. All right. Uh that's Mattman CPA 101. Let's let's move into some garbage. That's garbage. I'll throw it back to you, Mattman. I know you have some some garbage on the yeah, docket. Got, got a couple here. Um so as the house hunt uh continues, and I kinda I told you guys, or I told Snake at least the route we're gonna go. Um, but before that was decided, we you know, checking Zillow every day, whatever. Um, but something that's garbage is these home descriptions that the seller or the real estate agent, whoever it is puts onto Zillow to try to make a piece of garbage appealing to somebody (laughs) is absolutely absurd. Like (laughs) I, like I saw one, uh, the other day, the description read, and now this is like, it's it's out of town. Uh, it's kind of like in the boonies around here. It read, Cape Cod Home offers three bedroom, one bathroom, hardwood floors, sits on half <laughs> acre of ground, true diamond in the rough, with four exclamation points. Oh, so that look, was, that's your red flag. <laughs> I look at the pictures. They have a picture from the street. It's a picture, obviously, like the front of the home, but there's some janky looking tree in the front with overgrown shrubbery. I... I just don't think that's a diamond in the rough. Um, I think that is just garbage. Um, and then, you know, the aforementioned hardwood, the pictures of it just had various stains on them. So I don't know if there was like a murder in this house or, uh, but that's just the type of stuff we're dealing with here. At least you're um, catching it like during the pictures and not heading out to the, yeah house visit yeah and then and then there was another one it was a mobile home but they were trying to advertise it as like a beautiful (laughs) 24 by 44 skyline mobile home with new floor and i'm like holy shit (laughs) i I mean sorry for sorry for the the cursing there a single Um, family home that can move if necessary yeah and then any description that includes timeless (laughs) contemporary charming elegant it's oh, all garbage. Dated. It's all yeah. garbage. Like just let's let's just call it what it is. Yeah, garbage. we had one Matt man that we actually showed up to and the way this psychopath took the pictures it was just like, man, this guy renovated everything. And then we got into the home and he was literally halfway through renovating everything. He just angled oh, all yeah. the photos to like Oh yeah. It was like you're Block buying a, you're buying a project midway. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> We're yeah. like yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a tough sell. Uh, and I got one more garbage. Uh, we do not need this many dollar generals. I mean, <laughs> just in general, I, there's too many dollar generals. Do you know how many dollar generals are in Warren County? I looked at a map today. There are six. There I was going to say three. Yeah. 
Six, I think, is just absurd. And then down here, um, Danielle's family is from a town like 15, 20 minutes away. There's a Dollar General in this town. And honestly, 2.3 miles down the road, they're putting another one up. Dueling DGs. Why? Yeah. And also, there's a there's a family dollar right in the middle of them. I, I just don't... Don't like, forget the Dollar Tree, Matt, man. I think it might be a combo store. It's a family dollar and a dollar tree, I think. But I, I mean, my conclusion here with how many of these DGs are popping up is they have to be fronts for something. Like, I also it's, think it's a good marketing. Pl- I think suckers go in there and buy. Like, there's a yeah. reason they're selling it for a dollar. It's usually like yeah. knockoff or like oh. defective stuff, I feel like. <laughs> Uh, I just want to throw in one more thing I bought at a Dollar General. Uh, out, out near my work, they, they do have a Dollar General. Um, and I work out in the middle of nowhere. It's just farmland. And there's a Dollar General in the subway. That's all there is in this town. Um, and I went in there looking for some iced coffee, um, like the canned stuff. And they did yeah. have the, the Starbucks brand, the Dunkin' brand, whatever. But they were they're probably four bucks a pop. Well, I see these, these cans sitting there. They're a dollar a piece. They're Maxwell House. Never buy, <laughs> never buy canned Maxwell House <laughs> coffee from Dollar General. I feel like I could have told you that, it, dude, Matt, man, that's so hysterical. That's so Maxwell bad. House, like the like the canned, yes, uh, the canned, yeah, so like you know, uh, whatever you would call those things. It, yeah, it was, yeah, it was like mocha. a cold brew sort of thing. Or yeah, I don't was, know what that is. Mocha Maxwell House that you had to yeah. then refrigerate, but yeah, uh, I took one sip, then threw all six of them away. So. <laughs> oh, really? Couldn't yeah. even drink I it. A, I have a uh, story about DG. Uh, you mentioned all those DGs in Warren. I remember there was like this joke when I moved to my freshman dorm. My friends were all like, I was describing where I grew up, and they were all from Westchester, which is, of course, like the bougiest place in Pennsylvania, essentially. And they had this joke that basically kind of like where I grew up was like, I don't know, not like an old Western town, but just like so far behind in civilization sort of thing. Um, and they were, and something about, I mentioned how we had multiple DGs in our, in our County. And they said, they said that is like so bizarre with like how outdated this town sounds that you would have multiple Dolce and Gabbana's. And I said, oh, no. Oh. And I said, no, no, Dollar Generals. And I've never seen people like, oh man, they lost it. Oh <laughs> God. Dolce and Gabbana. Well, I remember when uh, and this is going back 15 years, but when when Warren got their Walmart, it was like the biggest story to come out <laughs> yeah. of, of Warren to that day. Like absurd. So I have a life pro tip. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Follow-up. Follow up. Um, supposedly, if you're ever trying to start a business, I guess Walmart puts a lot of time and effort into where they place their stores in particular towns. So um, put your business by Walmart if you have a business. Because people flock to the Walmart? Uh, <laughs> I think it's they flock to that part of town regardless. And then there's a Walmart. You throw that on top of it and then... Yeah, your business is there as well. I'm Got actually I'm, now that I say that, I'm just thinking of like those little shops by Walmart and Warren. I couldn't Variety any, buffet. any, any of them. Buffet. I feel like they yeah. just all go out go out of business, don't they? So, but yeah. anyways, yeah. ignore that last bit. If you're <laughs> if you're starting a business, put put it by Walmart. <laughs> okay. Walmart does all the research you're saying, and then you just piggyback off it. I get it. Exactly. Correct. <clears throat> um, 
All right, my garbage was uh, this is a straightforward one. So, checking a bag at the airport, uh, you obviously have to find your carousel and then you stand around waiting for it. That nice little like steel curtain of idiots that stand like up against the belt to the point where they're just blocking the view so then nobody can see what's coming. And they're just like right up against right up against there, nice and tight. Uh just in case their bag comes out in a split second, I guess. Um those people are garbage. They hinder the operation. They make it more difficult for everyone else to to actually see their bag coming. We have a we have a six rack of um like least favorite people in the airport and plane experience that's just been sitting in the archives here too by the way Chad. oh seriously yeah we were we must have started drafting that up with one of our guests and we didn't do it okay that's yeah i was i was literally just thinking of person that stands up you know when you're trying to get oh, yeah. your bag and if they're standing up and your bag is like say it's like not right above your seat but like even like a little bit behind you and it's like okay well, I can't go get my bag because all you numbskulls are standing in the aisle. So <laughs> what do you want me to do here? Yeah, it's a wild experience. Uh, okay, that's garbage. We have, oh, Travi's Medical Corner. So I think we both have a question for you, just medically related. So Matt, man, you go ahead. Yeah, yeah. This has been something going on for the last like few months for me. Uh, uh, honestly... <laughs> I hope not. Uh, honestly, like for three quarters of every month, um, at least one. Hold on, I gotta take care of this. Right. Wait, have her, have her say hello. Okay, all right, I'll be right back. <laughs> no, all right, you're good. good. Okay. All right, Travi, my medical corner. Uh, I want to know since when can you get pink eye and not need eye drops? pink oh, eye dude, I had this conversation today with like multiple people basically if you get like a i'll get so it worked out for me personally where i kind of got the the hard lesson for the difference between basically a viral and kind of a bacterial pink eye what we call conjunctivitis yes when i did my pediatric rotation I got straight up pink eye, the nasty ass one where like, you know, someone farts on your pillow or whatever and it gets in your eye. You know what I mean? Okay. So I was working in a pediatrics office, you know, kids just touch stuff, whatever. I must've touched my eye. I got bacterial pink eye. I had it for like, my eye was bright red. It's disgusting. Like, like, you know, had all the goop and stuff. I got eye drops. I put it in there 24 hours later. I looked perfect. Nothing wrong with me. (laughs) I have no idea. I had pink eye after 24 hours. Okay. So I had a bunch of these left over because I only use them for like one day. A week later, it comes back, but it's in both eyes. Oh. Wake up in the morning, my eyes are crusted shut, right? Oh, start, God. I start dumping the stuff. <laughs> I start dumping the drops in there, Snake. It's not helping. Basically, two weeks, I'm waking up and my eyes are good during the day. But my eyes are good during the day. But at when I wake up in the morning, they are fairly red and very crusted shut despite me dumping the drops in there. And basically that's kind of what you get with a, basically like a viral pink eye. So I kind of got them back to back. So I kind of got to experience both of them. The viral one, the drops don't help. It's a virus. The drops you have to think are like antibiotics. So they're killing off bacteria. If it's viral, the easiest way to tell is if you, like if your eyes are crusty or like goopy, like throughout the day, 
and it's probably bacterial and drops will help. If they're just goopy in the morning, <laughs> you have viral conjunctivitis. That thing could last for three days. It could last for three weeks. I think I had it for like, it felt like two weeks. I was waking up where my eyes were like just completely coated. Just, it was absolutely news. disgusting. And I was pouring the drops in there. Didn't help. So anyways, is that what you have? I Some think I have. Viral, you got yeah, the viral so pink eye. This is like one of those colds I have. Where I would, and, and I should say, Snake, would, that that it's usually with. So the viral conjunctivitis is usually with a cold. It's usually in both eyes. Okay, um, I'm breaking some rules there because uh, you probably can't tell, and it actually is almost better. But I have it in one eye. I and that's the reason I even went to the doctor. Was like, holy shit! I think I have pink eye. Like I didn't know I could get pink eye. Sure enough, I was in contact with four kids under the age of three last Saturday. So. Once I got sick on Monday, I kind of figured out like, oh, that probably correlates. One of these kids gave me pink eye somehow. But no, I did talk to the doctor and they told me what you just told me. You have a a virus. I don't know what it is. And that virus is turning one of your eyes pink. So that was news to me. I, for all my life, thought you get pink eye, you need those drops. In the- yeah, so the catch with that snake is when you're in school, they give you the drops because in order to go back to school, they're going to say, are you on the drops for 24 hours? That's how you can come back. Yeah, and I will but say... Realistically, realistically, so we over-prescribe them, but you don't really need them. It's not going to help you as like a grown-ass man. It's not yeah. going to help you. And I have the elementary school teacher intel in this house, and she has told me that over the last month, there's been like a record number of, she's never seen it like ever in seven years of teaching, but this year, every kid is coming in with pink eye. And it's like the same thing every time. Like, hey, I think you need to go down to the nurse. You have pink eye. And there's like, <laughs> cr- so that's the one thing I will say is you, I didn't get, I didn't strain. get like the crust or the goop. I just have like a watery reddish yeah. eye. Yeah, that's like classic viral. Yeah, you got your you got your classic viral pink eye. I'd also like to diagnose you from uh, televisit here. Uh, send me your copay. You also have the Ari Wasserman uh, cold, man cold. Uh, I'm not sure. Do you ever listen to him anymore now that he's on the like the athletic I have show? It. I like, know who you're talking about, but I have not listened. Dude. And even when he was with Andy Staples, every three weeks. He, he would get on the show and sound exactly like you. And I know it's from, I know it's from the, I know what it's from. He's <laughs> up late. He's like at some casino va- vaping until like five in the morning, drinking like rum and of, Cokes. I did none and of those things. And he's up too late. And then he gets on the show and Monday I'll be like, oh, sorry. I got a little bit of a cold. And I'm thinking like, yeah, dude, that's because you were probably like doing cocaine and literally vaping all night long and your immune system is shot and you got a cold. That's why you're sick. <laughs> that's a wild, wild take. Jesus. Uh, I- it doesn't sound like you were doing any of those things, but uh, it does sound like you I, did stay, up, I cold, did stay up. I did stay up. I wasn't even drinking and I was watching those football games on Saturday because we had to catch that three leg parlay. I did stay up pretty late, but that's about the only offense I had. Um, I think it was just contact with those children. Also, follow up question. Are the doctors still profiting off like diagnosing COVID? Because this lady couldn't have told me to take a COVID test less than 10 times. She talked to me about COVID for 90% of the visit over the over the telecommunication i was trying to show her what my throat looked like i was trying to show her my eye and she just was listing off 
when did you have COVID last? How many times have you had COVID? Can you go to this location and take a COVID <laughs> test? <laughs> and I didn't want to like argue with her, but all I could think the whole time was whether I have COVID or a different virus, how about I just don't <laughs> come into contact with people and I don't really care which of those I have, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I got you. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the same page here. And it's like, um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I, that, yeah. I'm the COVID, the COVID I, thing's a debate for a different time. But I mean, yeah, in general, like, is there any uh, chance she's checking a box and that's doing something no. for like federal money? <laughs> no, no, around? no, no, no. From a, she was telling me to send a, her the results. <laughs> from a healthcare standpoint, from a healthcare standpoint, like we still have to try and track it so it doesn't spike again. And we, I mean, the idea is if you actually go get a test and you have it and you stay home for five, a few days, say even a few days, and you don't pass it to somebody that might save like hundreds of cases of it. Yeah, but I if I like I'm not gonna walk into a crowded lecture hall given that I'm sick. I feel like that was just kind of a lesson learned. And I mean, maybe some people yeah, yeah, need no. a COVID test to tell them not to do that, but <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're getting into the ethics of COVID. <laughs> I would just say in general, sometimes we see like the we see pink eye with COVID. So that's probably why she was on a rant. But no, she no nope. she's not making no, she's because not because I asked her that money. and I blew her mind. It was like she had never thought of that. I was like, could that be why my eye is pink? <laughs> and she didn't say a word for four seconds. I could tell she was like processing. And she goes, it's not likely, but it could be. And I was oh, like, yeah. Okay. I just I disagree, disagree <laughs> with her. I feel like we see that all the time. As working in a pediatrics office, I can tell you we see pink eye as a symptom. Pink eye and COVID. Really? Yes. All right. Well, shout out to her. Maybe I do have COVID then, but. I was mostly concerned with throat and the pink guy. So take a test. Actually, I'm pretty curious. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe I need to. All right, um, Matt, man, Matt, man, fire away, medical. Yes, those Sorry. those were those were bunnies. Sorry there, boys. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, for like three quarters of each month, at least one of my ears is clogged, where I can <laughs> barely hear out of it. Okay, um, like it it gets better at times. Uh, but then say my ear itches and I go to itch it and then it just goes back to being clogged. Uh, I'm just wondering what's going on because I brought this up to my doctor and I thought it was maybe earwax buildup, but he looked in there and said, uh, it like, there's just a little bit of wax, like nothing, nothing may yeah, yeah. cause this, but I think I need to call this guy a liar because like, even when I itch my ear, like I'll kind of like wiggle around in there and then some wax will come out on my finger. And I'm like, <laughs> like, is it wax related or am I? I don't think it's, wax. I don't think it, no, I don't think it's wax related. How about when you like, uh, when you, uh, like swallow your spit, it doesn't <laughs> like your spit. <laughs> swallow your spit. And then like, does it, uh, does it feel better? No. Like, do you have pain or pressure? No pain, but I guess sounds more like a nuisance. But it is a nuisance, yeah. And it, it's also inconvenient because, um, like at work, it's usually my left ear, and at work only my right AirPod works. So if I want to listen to a podcast or something, I either have to just go deaf on one side of my, just be deaf in my left ear, or put the AirPod in my left ear because I can still hear if there's a like if there's a headphone in it. Um, 
but then the AirPods flipped around. And if people look at me, they're like, who's this idiot? So dude, I would just (laughs) say in general, like I've had complaints and concerns from my friends, like hundreds and hundreds. This is the first one that sounds relatively concerning. Have you seen an audiologist? (laughs) Have you had your hearing tested? I don't think it's hearing or la- yeah, I, I have not. Sorry. Seen describe to me the symptom again. Is it, what is the symptom? I mean, it's <laughs> you trouble, can't, you I can't it's trouble hearing out of my one ear. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that sounds like problems hearing. I, I would get your hearing checked and see if you actually have like a hearing loss. There's two different causes for that. One of them's like a, like a sensory neural issue, which would be something, you know, with your nerves um, in your ear. Uh, the other one would be like a conduction hearing loss, which is earwax. And that one guy, it sounds like you already ruled that out. So the yeah. man's pulling wax out of his ear. Shouldn't no, he start? no, it's probably a small amount, Matt, man. This guy isn't looking in your ear and like, yeah, but he's, he's not, not getting looking all the in... way down in there either. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's looking all the <laughs> way in there. He literally wouldn't be able to see your eardrum if there's wax in there, Matt, man. So okay. I don't okay. think there's, I don't think it's a wax issue. You said when you rub it, it makes it feel better. Uh, sometimes, no, not, not when I wrote, but sometimes like I pull down on my ear and it'll yeah. be better. And then I let go of my ear and then it's back to being clogged. Does it hurt when you pull on it? No. And it's back to being clogged once you let go of it. Yeah. <laughs> Only sometimes though, like some, like right now it does not unclog. All right. Pull it down. Step one. I would, go, I would go get a, yeah, you don't even have to see an audiologist. I'll just figure out a way to get your hearing checked. That would probably be the easiest way to do it is. Find an audiologist, get your hearing checked, report back to me because I'd like to figure (laughs) out what the hell's going on. Well, if my ear is already clogged, though, my hearing isn't going to be good. But yeah, like last last week. Yeah, yeah, but we're trying to determine we're trying to determine the underlying cause of why it's clogged, because like, why is it clogged? Because you don't have earwax in there. So what is Uh, clogged? The only thing the only other thing that could be clogged, the other side of it would be like your like your eustachian tube, which Sometimes it's clogged. Like typically with that, you're going to have like, again, pressure or like pain in your ear. Does it feel like you're like flying on an airplane? No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you get like, do you have seasonal allergies? I mean, yeah, but even when I was taking Allegra or whatever, uh, it wasn't getting better. So you ever tried Flonase? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. <laughs> Snake's throwing up the URL for a earwax care kit. Earwax oh, care kit, CVS. I would start <laughs> no, there. I'm telling you, Matt, man. If the guy didn't look in your ear and tell you there's no wax in there. If there is wax in there, there's there can't be a lot. You tell me he's getting all it's the way down the there with that symptoms. little yes. fake no. little light. Yes. He can see in there. He can see <laughs> if there's. He's oh. rounding corners in there. Yes. Dude, it's like a <laughs> tube. It's not corners. It's not like a. <laughs> uh yeah i should probably go not like somebody. a maze or something um, yeah. just actually just found you, a real get medical hearing, issue get he your needs- hearing check figure out if your <laughs> hearing is messed up and then report back to me and then we'll go we'll go from there okay yeah honestly Here, Trav, do you have a PB, pcp they might even have like hearing tests I, there no i i do but he, yeah, yeah. he's the one who told me there wasn't any wax so <laughs> okay get to, a new pcp I mean, they, they have to have old as shit people there that can test hearing that can't, that's got to be pretty standard. We tested at my pediatric. Yeah, it sounds like Next he didn't think of that. Next time you're in Denver, just stop by and we can test you. He didn't yeah, think of me, that. Let me catch a flight real quick and we'll, 
I'll gain yeah. two hours can, on the way out. Can so you? Can we'll, you? We'll yeah, I would just reach back out to him and just say, "Hey, can we check my hearing?" That's that's what I would have done. Say, "Hey, dummy, I was on a podcast, and this other <laughs> doctor told me that you should have checked my hearing to start with." Yeah, that, that's I that's can. where I would that's where I would start, man. Man. Okay. All right. I uh, only other thing I could yeah. have long shot is uh, <laughs> with ear pain is like, do you grind your teeth at all? No. Clench your teeth? Nope. And you're sure that you have a hearing. I do it at night. I do that at night. Sorry. You're sure that it's hard to hear out of that ear or it just feels like that. It's hard to hear. I think it, it feels like that because it's clogged, (laughs) but see, I don't know what's clogged. (laughs) I know, but here, so last weekend, uh, and this is actually kind of gross, but I, I burped and it unclogged and it was unclogged. It yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's that's your eusta- that's your eustachian tube. So that's like when like a valsalva maneuver like clears it. That's something with your eustachian tube. That's like on the other side of your eardrum. Uh, I bet Doc isn't looking so, in there. So is this? He can't better? see. He can't yes. see in there. Oh no, he can't see in there. Why don't you try and like hammer some? Have you ever used Flonase before? The steroid puff up the nose. Uh, maybe like last winter once when I was clogging. Okay. Hammer like a puff of that up your nose. And then do you take Zyrtec or Claritin or Allegra? I did Allegra probably in September in preparation for seasonal allergies, but not since then. All right. Hammer, hammer one of those in the morning and do a puff of Flonase in your each nostril, one puff, and then report back in two weeks. And then we'll see if you still got to get him taking an allergy pill a day for two weeks. Can you do that? You can't do that. Allergy pill once a day for two weeks. I think you can. I'm People just taking every day, man. I'm Wait, typing these, these notes into my phone, which this <laughs> may have actually been the most useful Trav's medical corner, maybe in history. Yeah, Google it. I think you have eustachian tube dysfunction. I think it's just kind of a weird presentation of it. Okay. Flow knees. You don't have like dizziness. Uh uh-uh. uh. And you don't have vertigo. Vertigo. No. I knew no. That. <laughs> okay. Dude, cool. there's, there's nothing other than the fact that I can't. Just want to make sure you didn't have a tumor. That sounds good, though. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, tumor's good. out. That's yeah. good. Well, when you started talking about like n- neurological nerves or whatever, I'm like, what? What is wrong with me? I'd rather just lose nah, my probably, hearing. You're probably ear. you're probably fine. Thanks, Trav. At least you have a concerning issue, Yo, so I appreciate it. <clears> another trick: you can yeah. plug your nose and then blow out as hard. Yeah, as there you go. Does that make it better? Wait a second. When <laughs> no, this is the other weird thing. When my ears were unclogged over the weekend and I would blow my nose, they would get clogged. It would get clogged. Okay. You have reversed. You have your reverse eustachian tube dysfunction. I have no idea what you have. I'm 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 changing my diagnosis. I don't know. Feared complaint without diagnosis. That's what I'd be putting in your chart. I don't know. All right. Very good. <laughs> All right. Um. All right. Hour and a half. We got to go quick here. Dumbest thing I did last segment. <laughs> Yeah, is this to me? Yeah, you go first, Matt, man. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I'm not a well-known traveler. Um, I don't fly a lot. Um, I've maybe flown five or six times in my life, maybe even less. And uh, I was tasked with booking the flights for our group to Pebble Beach that we're, we're taking a trip next June. Um, so I booked it for my dad, my brother, and then the other guy going with us. And when I was booking the flight, like I had pictures of everyone's license, whatever I got the names right. But for some reason I botched the birthdays for my dad and brother. Um, 
I put the same day as the month. So it was like June 6th and then January 1st. Those are not the correct birthdays. Submitted the flight or whatever you call uh, paid for the flight, whatever. Um, so I had to call United to fix it. And this guy oh, was God. really not like, worth well, it. You should have well, just rebooked him. No, no. The, the guy was very pleasant, but unfortunately, because my dad's name is Timothy and my brother's birth name is Timothy. Yes, he goes by Nate, but his, his birth name is Timothy on his license is Timothy. So I booked a flight under Timothy for, for him too. So I give this United guy the, the birthdays. And of course, he confuses my brother's birthday for my dad's and then my dad's for my brother's. So he, yeah, so he, he got the months wrong and then I had to correct him and just go through that whole thing. And um, But he, he uh, the United guy assured me that uh, everything's good on their end, even though he could not provide me. There it is. Visual Spoiler confirmation. alert. He it's not good. Provide, he could not provide me visual confirmation that they are correct. So, All fun and games till you get to the security line, brother. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to see. Uh, <laughs> I'd yeah, show up three I, I hours early for that flight. For sure. <laughs> yeah. It's a six 30 flight in the morning. So it's going to be a little, a little rough. I think. Yeah, so that, that was the dumbest thing I did this week. Easy to happen. Best uh, of luck. Uh, report back on that too, please. Yeah. <clears throat> Our, yeah, I got a couple things to report back on. It. Marriage name change has not treated us well. We are still battling between TSA mm. pre-check and all the airlines. You can't yep. just like change somebody's name. It's not nope. that easy. Yeah, Southwest will be like, nope, sorry. All your credits <laughs> that you've had, nope. No way. Gonzo. You got married? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right. Uh, my dumbest thing I did this week. Um, this did not happen this week. This probably happened about a month ago. Are you guys grocery stores no longer giving you bags and now you like pay five cents for a bag? No? Still, yes. still bagging? Uh, All right. Yeah. So we're on the five cent bag plan. They give you these brown bags. They make you... They act like you're the worst person on earth. Like you need to buy these bags. Like, yeah, I didn't show up with my wife's reusable gar uh, grocery bags. Yes. <laughs> Garbage bags. Uh, I need the brown bags. <clears throat> so we got in line. Uh, we were actually at the store together and she forgot our reusable bags. All good. That's why they have the brown ones. Lady in front of us turns around, sees that we don't have reusables, goes, do you guys want uh some of these extra brown bags i always keep them and fold them back up and then i bring them with me so she's reusing <laughs> the five cent bags no and see that's good though. that's yeah that's that's great yeah, the yeah. thought crossed my mind like those puppies don't look crazy durable by any means like if you're putting <laughs> food that has condensation on it in there like that seems like a wild move but sure enough like I didn't want to be rude and not take the bag. So I said, sure, we'll take a few. So she gives us like three or four of these things, put our groceries in there, drive home. Um, <clears throat> I'm walking up the steps with one of these bags. Sure enough, the, the bottom just busts out. It's like all the worst shit you could possibly drop, like right on my Egg. concrete porch. Uh. <laughs> yep. Shit's just breaking, and all I could think was that lady just boned me at the grocery store, <laughs> <laughs> and I well, knew I knew did, she was gonna, and I did it did anyway. 20... <laughs> what? You did save twenty cents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> twenty cents of brown bags probably cost me like fifty dollars in broken groceries. And... God. 
yeah, dumbest thing I did was accepting those bags. But that was just, what was I going to do? No, I'm going to buy my own. Thanks for the offer. <clears throat> the intentions were good, I think, from that lady. But yeah, she, I appreciate it. But she screwed you. <laughs> she boned me. All right. Uh, that was a lot of segments, but I think we're. We're ready for games. <laughs> it's just easy to talk to you boys. I mean, good lord. All right, last week betting results. I believe that was week ten. Uh Trav, I am seven, nine, and one. That somehow resulted in me being ahead about a unit and a half. So another positive week. I've got you at nine, six, and one, up three units. Does that sound about right? Yep. Big week for the T man. Yep, yep. Matt man, just overall three and zero finish. So oh, three and zero finish was nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt man, overall thoughts from you. Positive week last weekend. The parlay had to have helped. Yeah, po- positive week. I mean, I I I'm not throwing out single game bets like you guys are. Uh, I probably had three <laughs> parlays no, only. No point. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> there's three three different parlays at ten bucks a pop, and then uh, our our nightcap to. Uh, <laughs> What did I? <laughs> you tell me up? you hit multiple no. of those. You no, hit the nightcap no, no, no. and another one. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I, I was over over three on the. So you needed the, early, the nightcap early ones to not lose thirty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess. It's kind of oh, okay, that makes me, we were... that makes me feel better. I just figured that was just another bet for you. No, <laughs> so, oh, there we go. No, no. I wasn't it, gonna make. I wasn't gonna 50... make it until I texted you guys. Good thing yeah. you did. Great, so, uh, great, man. Some of my bets, I I just want to say I had Rutgers plus 18 and a half. I lost that by a half point. That felt like mm. I should get a refund for that. That felt correct. Texas minus four, I wanted no part of. Trav and Zach talked me into yeah. that one. That sucks. I had uh, Ohio State minus 19, so I got a push there, Snake. So no money for me either. <laughs> Somehow neither of us made money off that. That sucks. It does suck. Uh, Army Air Force under 31 and a half was all time. I've got Army... Up 17 nothing in the first quarter. Then there was nine more points in the second quarter. So that's 26 points, but there was zero points in the second half. Game ended with 26. Uh, the Service Academy under stay alive. Also, the other low total, I think it was Iowa, Minnesota. These have become principal plays. If it's so low, you just play it low. You play it under, and it seems to win. Um, yeah, I want to... I just want to... I, yeah, I just wanted to interject one. I did make one more bet at halftime of the uh, Iowa Northwestern game. The live total was sixteen and a half <laughs> at even money, and my thought my thought process was if both teams could just score a touchdown, make it fourteen all, get the field. It goal. was most likely going to get over because yeah. unless it, unless there was like some triple overtime, bogus one team got a two point and. Yeah, sure enough, that hit. I mean, it only took uh, what Northwestern got stuffed four straight downs on uh, goal to go from the one. I didn't watch <laughs> any highlights of this. Yeah. I mean, oh, you didn't not. see the kicker hit the game winner do the night no. night. Oh my god! Yarder, yeah. yeah. No, fifty three yeah, hit him with the yeah. thing. Oh yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, so I, I guess I did hit that one too, but um, yeah, it's yeah. a good play. Oh, Penn State minus ten. That's maybe the <clears throat> most confident bet I've placed this year. Should have went even harder. Had had like two or three units on that puppy. Uh, pod parlay failed. Uh, two of three legs. <laughs> <sighs> it's always me, man. Man that blows it. So. 
<laughs> uh, granted, I did have third pick. Normally, I will throw my pick out first because I'm like, I'm going to take something that everyone wants. Did you like I Penn State or the Service Academy under? You probably like those. I had, as both. Well. I had both of them. Yeah. So I had both of them. The single, losing so. leg was the Georgia by 15 or whatever. It yeah. Was. It just sucks because that's just such a nice little addition to a, <laughs> to a week. <laughs> you can just get that thing to hit just one time. But yeah, but now we have a new good. parlay. It's called the Matt Man Nightcap. So. <laughs> It'll be yeah. it'll be alive and well this Saturday throwing some Oregon <laughs> alt line minus twenty and a half in there. That's what we're doing. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's the week ten betting. Any week ten thoughts on games or overall season pictures at this point? I can go quick. Um so I that was just an awesome weekend in general. I had a quad box working with USC versus Washington and Bama versus LSU on the YouTube quad box snake. And I was like, am I watching like two of the best games like ever right on top of each other right now? Only catch to that was top left. I had Michigan playing Purdue and I was just, <laughs> just watching them just like, uh, they kind of look like a professional football team at times. I feel like just like their receivers and they're just, yes. they got some big bodies. They got like, guys that just like their second stringers look like uh just have great hands and they just have some serious athletes that could be a problem but anyways um two awesome those those two awesome games uh craziest shit i saw this weekend by far (laughs) was i was watching the nc state game it's like third it was like a meaningful third down in the fourth quarter and brennan armstrong had receiver gloves on and he was running a route. <laughs> that, does he play <laughs> receiver they moved, now? They moved him to like, he's basically, I saw a tweet that basically said he's like running back three or wide receiver five or something. So he's out there occasionally running routes and running. I mean, he's not slow. I don't remember no, him he's being a good like athlete. quick, but, and then, um, he, he's basically doing like the Phil Jerkovic thing where how they say they're moving him to tight end. Brandon mm. Armstrong is actually doing that at <laughs> NC state. And then, I had that jotted down. Then how about the wrinkle where now he's going back to QB? Did you guys hear about this? No. So MJ Morris is the QB at NC state. They're just going to redshirt him now. So he's just not going to play again this year. He already played his four games and Brennan Armstrong's going back in at QB. So he's back. Hand, handshake deal. Wow. Yeah. So I thought it was over, but it, it's never over till the valley. It's only sings. just begun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he could probably swing another year of eligibility. That guy, I feel like. Um, one other hot take too. Do you ever read like after, so we, we, we had the buffs game we mentioned in our parlay and I uh, read something the next day, something about like Dion disappointed in performance or something uh, on like an ESPN highlight. And I was thinking like, why was he disappointed? Like I had them in that parlay and they did just fine. And then you start to realize, Oh yeah, he cares 0% about the spread. He's just trying to win. That was such Whereas a, in my, yeah. in my head, I'm just like plus plus 13 and a half here, buddy. Come on now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kept it so within it's kind seven. Of a weird, right? It's a weird, it's a weird phenomenon. Cause like to me, he didn't disappoint, but to everyone else, they lost again. No, I mean, that kind of was a candy ass <laughs> cover. That was kind of back door. Yeah, it took a lot for them to, to cover that on their last drive. I mean, I missed like the first three quarters. Oh, I so think I, you guys were saying that. I just like I did, did not know how. Yeah, bad I think it was. I texted like you guys seventy-five they, yards. They or doubled their yardage basically on that drive. 
Like that's how many yeah. yards they got the whole well, game. Thank God they fired the offensive coordinator where they were getting 400 yards of offense a game. <laughs> that's he a was definitely the issue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Oklahoma State win. That was gigantic. Oklahoma really yeah, fell apart. O- Oklahoma State is in the driver's seat for the Big 12 championship now. I yeah. mean, the fact that I bailed on that train snake, that was not a good move. I still just, man, that, I feel well, like there was that South like Oklahoma's good. South I don't know Alabama. what the heck happened. Yeah, the South Alabama loss just really threw us off the and Oklahoma Iowa State. State. They lost, I think, back to back weeks. When Iowa State and, was playing really shitty, too. And they lost, Iowa State lost to Ohio. So, yeah, I know that because I picked them in the pick them. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there you go, Matt, man. That was like a three or four week stretch where I was basically like, wow, Iowa State really sucks. And then I saw the beat Oklahoma State and I was like, oh my God, Oklahoma State is somehow worse really than Iowa sucks. State. Yeah. 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 And then they've just proceeded to just beat yep. everyone, basically. Uh, so, yeah. We texted about this one. Arizona is scolding hot. Those are mm. three good wins in a row Wazoo, Oregon State, UCLA. Yeah. Um, Iowa Northwestern, we touched on. That's a nice looking box score. If you guys have a minute to check that out, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, and the USC defensive coordinator firing is interesting. Alex Grinch just seems like it. Pre- I think I had that in my prediction. So yeah, for this season, that was that was kind of a that's got to be pressure from the top, right? Somebody's telling Lincoln Riley that's, like that was time to so do that something. Was the- that was the rumor. Basically, they said that there was multiple donors that were basically like, hey, you have to get rid of this person now uh, because this is embarrassing. It was embarrassing. And they kept showing him on the sideline. Uh, it was it was rough. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into All it right. then, Snake. All right. Um, yeah. No more uh, big picture thoughts. And let's get into the games. <clears throat> uh, oh, I should also mention the ZFP is holding Washington in the one spot correct still yes okay yeah all right just need to clarify that all right college football week 11 uh picked out the big games here we're skipping over thursday we're skipping over friday we'll get right into saturday at noon uh first one on espn so first one we're talking about michigan at penn state uh line is five points no maybe four and a half Total is 44 and a half. We always start with the guest. Matt, man, thoughts? Go ahead and talk yourself into Penn State money line. Oh, yeah. Gl- <laughs> glad we glad we started with this one. I got uh, I got a few thoughts here. So uh, Michigan has not played a single competent team. Uh, you look at their schedule. Their best game is probably Rutgers. They only put up 31 points on Rutgers at home. Blake Corum. Hasn't faced a defense. Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards, for that matter, neither of them have faced a defense like Penn State all year. And I was looking at their yards per carry. They've gone down every single game. Um, Corum is four yards per carry, 3.9 per carry, and 2.9 per carry in his last three games. And that 2.9 was against Purdue. Absolutely pathetic. Donovan (laughs) Edwards' average average yards per rush are even worse than that. J.J. McCarthy doesn't scare me. I know he's accurate, but he hasn't faced a defense like Penn State's, as I have just mentioned. He's also taken eight sacks in the last three games, which in his first six games of the year, he only took three sacks. I don't know. I don't know if Michigan's offensive line is banged up, but it seems like Penn State should be able to get pressure, get to him, sack him, all that. So I think Penn State's D is going to hold strong. So it obviously is going to come down to the offense, but boys. 
Drew Aller has been unleashed. His interception he threw against Indiana was honestly probably the best thing that could have happened to him because he just wasn't letting it fly. He's fearless now. So I think he's going to be fine. Fat man is rightfully RB1. He is a bruiser. He's going to he's going to run all over Michigan. I'm seeing it now. Keandre Lambert Smith's a stud. Cephas is finally who we thought he was going to be coming into the year. Chop Robinson practiced fully today, so he's hopefully back. And guys, I think big game James flips the script. <laughs> keep, <laughs> keep, keep the damn points. Penn State by seven. Book it. Oh, Prove, yeah, I'm not going to be wrong. Any, anyone else on earth, I'd throw that out, man, man but because it's from you. I, I feel like they're going to win by seven now, personally. <laughs> I'm going I'm to be there. I love, I'm going to be screaming. Good for you, yeah. man. That, that, that's great. That's great, man. Um, Where, you're going to the game, Matt, man. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm very very jealous. Boots um, on the ground too. Uh, boots on the ground for you, Snake, or no? No, these tickets have been sold. Okay, so at least we'll have at least we'll have some boots on the ground, Matt, man. Re- report uh, uh, back field to me conditions. on uh, field conditions, please. Add that to the list. Um. Yeah, I'm just going to say this This line kind of felt like the Ohio State game line all over again where it was like out of TD and then started creeping towards like three and now it's working its way back. Don't like that. Uh, in general, I've pretty much made up my mind here. If Penn State loses, I'm going to say that they suck. And if they win, <laughs> I'm going to say natty or bust. That's where I'm at. Don't, and you can't change my mind. Oh, uh, what was the prediction? What did, What would the play be? <clears throat> yeah. I'm in on I got uh I jumped in on Saturday. I got a solid uh solid uh plus seven. So yeah, I'm in for a unit and a half. Yeah. It's uh, a good number. Lucky dog. I think it's uh uh I don't want to say I'd be surprised if Penn State wins, but it feels like it might be a little it might be a little I might be a little surprised. Um I, I definitely think they could win the game. I think it's gonna be I think it will be close. And I'm um, like I'm so envious of how optimistic matt man was right there i'm looking at all my notes uh i'm polar opposite basically everything matt man just said <clears throat> i heard a cover three pod stat said um how many times has the michigan defense faced an and goal situation this year <laughs> the number is zero yeah <laughs> nobody I've... has marched the ball within the michigan 10 yard line yet anybody though i mean who Again, yeah, that, Rutgers was their best game. That's that crazy that Bowling Green State <laughs> didn't drive down the field and punch one home on them. Exactly. I understand I that's the complaint. Um, I've watched some of these Michigan games. I, I don't know if you'd find another team in the country, maybe besides like Georgia, that would be blowing out all these teams by 30 to 40 points every week, in my opinion. I don't think Penn State could do that. I don't think Ohio State could do that. Unfortunately, I think Michigan's better than both Penn State and Ohio State. It pains uh, for, me to say this. I think Michigan yeah, wins this game. I'm, I don't think it looks that much different than last year's game. I, that was 41-17, it looks like. That is, I would is, say <clears throat> that and that game wasn't as close as 41-17. Kind of felt like we lost by 50 points. Gave up 400 on the ground. I'm a little bit worried that's going to happen again. You also look at just like the bodies on Michigan. So Blake Corum has, again, we can talk about who they've played. Blake Corum has 16 rushing touchdowns. Roman Wilson has 10 TD grabs. 
we don't have a guy on our offense that even sniffs <laughs> making plays like that. Um, it's just evenly distributed, obviously. I mean, that's Cephas two TD grabs was nice last week, and they were both good yeah. catches. He just yeah. needs eight more this weekend. It's not that insane. <laughs> um yeah unfortunately i i would dare to say this also is painful to say they're probably a little bit better of a coached team even without their uh (laughs) star coach yeah (laughs) Yeah. um and i don't know matt man i'm worried about the aller is showing some signs of obviously improvement there it it that was a lot more optimistic against Maryland, but I'm yeah. very worried that I'm going to be looking basically at the Ohio State game, and he's going to be in third and eight and third and twelves, and they're going to dial up those pass plays where he has to throw that like thirty yard out route <laughs> to the side. I <laughs> I feel like I'm going to see a lot of that again. Yeah, I'm my, I mean, I'm not getting my hopes up. <clears throat> if I was going to bet this game, which I'm not. I would actually, I might go like Kinger style and I would maybe play like Michigan minus 17. <laughs> That's where I'm at with this game. This is, this is the worst. Can we move uh, on? <laughs> well, I was going to go one more thing. Do we even want to think about the Big Tennis tiebreaker if Penn State wins? Because I looked at what the results would be based on the ESPN matchup predictor. Driver's seat, right? Yes. Like <laughs> by two games. <laughs> um, obviously it's Penn state's got to win this weekend. And then however, the uh, Michigan, uh, Jake's greatest team to ever play, uh, this century, um, they should beat Ohio state then in a few and then weeks. They, they got to beat Ohio state. Ohio state. But yeah. Based on the, the final tally, Penn state's comp or three opponents are 14 and 13. Ohio state's 12 and 15. Then Michigan's are nine and 18. So in conference. So, um, I know like, a million things have to go Penn State's way, but uh, I think they just got to win on Saturday, Matt. Man, oh no, it's I know not that it's not that crazy. They beat them like every other year. It feels I like I know, this, and they're this at is home. Our year. That's I know they're at home, and that's what I at think home is helps. So optimistic. Noon, I don't they, love noon. Why? Why I don't they love do noon? noon? I don't love noon either. I heard. I don't know if it was Franklin who said it, but it may have been just been a, a stupid Twitter comment. I don't know. But it was like someone saying that coaches have said they like noon games better because it, it allows players to not get as tight throughout the day and just think about the game and stuff. You just wake up, you you go to you just go and play. Like you're not waiting seven hours for kick. But just, I don't know how much truth there is to that. Um just feels like being, it's quieter in there if the sun's out for some reason. <sighs> Yeah, that's that's true. I'll I'll be screaming. So we might need a I might need to report back on my uh on my yeah, voice back. on my voice condition. So now I'm at four things I have to report back right. on my <laughs> my ear tubes, uh field conditions, my voice, and I forget the other one, but something yeah. about an account something about accounting. Yeah, I can't remember either. Yeah, I'm not sure. But yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, I'm hoping I hope I reverse jinx the boys here. Hopefully we steal one. I know. Yeah, I think I I think we'll lose close. That's kind of my gut, but um, (laughs) I like Matt Mans. If they were away, I wouldn't be saying this. So that's away would be scary. Yeah, 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 they'd be fourteen. I just, I'm just going to assume they're going to lose by five TDs at Michigan. The the fact that the spread is four or five, like that, makes me think it should be close. But in my mind, this was like a 
this was a double digit spread, no brainer. Mm-hmm. So I don't I just can't imagine us scoring like twenty some points on Michigan. Yeah, I think I think the team total is like twenty and a half or something. So I know. Maybe yeah. we'll get like uh four pick sixes. Yeah, we need some defensive yeah. scores or something. Yeah. Four pick sixes. All right, let's go Miami at Florida State. Florida State favored by fourteen. Totals fifty and a half. Trav. I was leaning Miami, catching all those points. It's a rivalry game. I did read today that Tyler Van Dyke might not play. Like they're they might bench him. I don't know if that's actually in play or not. I think if I get word that he's actually going to play, I think I would consider at least a recreational play. Um, going back to Matt Man's thought here with the large spreads, I think you just take the dog with all those points. It's a rivalry game. I feel like Florida State would already be looking past Miami. I think Miami's like. I think they're. I don't think they suck. I think they're better than other years when they probably beat them. So I'd take all the points. Uh, hard agree. I actually took a week off of betting against Florida State last week. This is the week I jumped back in. I'm still waiting for that Florida State loss to the inferior opponent. This looks like a good spot for it. Uh, I saw Jordan Travis only has two picks this year, so we're looking to double that number this week. <laughs> Miami plus 14, Miami Moneyline Sprinkle. Uh, I can see it now. Cristobal, hands in the air, raised. Orange Gatorade hits him. Big smile on his face. I am against you guys here. Um, I'm just basing this off of the fact, as I mentioned a little earlier, I've picked Miami three times this year. I got a losing record against them, or losing record with them. I know they have some talented guys, but... Mario Cristobal is a terrible coach as evidenced with the uh, fumble blunder against Georgia tech. Um, I also read that Florida state's receiving core will be closer to full strength for full strength for this game. So I think the combination of that and that Jordan Travis is a baller Florida state minus 14. Don't love that receiving core bit. Okay. And (laughs) Tyler Van Dyke might not play. That might help dude. That guy's terrible. I might, <laughs> I might sit him. Uh, are the Florida State guys back for sure? Both receivers. They didn't play last week, right? I know they didn't. I don't know that much. Nah, they're probably sit, they're football. probably sitting them for this. <laughs> I can't remember who they played last week, but yeah, they're probably sitting them for this. Florida State played Pitt last week, so <laughs> oh, yeah, there you uh, go. Would have made sense. To Always dangerous, Pitt. Come on. All right, um, Utah at Washington. Uh, Washington favored by nine and a half. Over under fifty one and a half. <clears throat> that thing looks like it's dropping maybe uh this one starts with me and that's good because i short and skinny i like the over here um i also kind of think washington's been playing with a lot of fire they're probably due to lose but i'm not gonna bet on that me and trav are riding out this future future's pretty much toast <clears throat> so i'll just stick with a total i've got utah weirdly five three and one on overs this year wouldn't expect that. And Washington's D has just looked more and more suspect, especially these last two weeks. So I'm comfortable with the over. Now it looks like it's 51 and a half. I'll take that. That's Matt. a good number too. 51 and a half. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I, I just think Washington is so hit or miss. Uh, I mean, I know they beat Oregon and USC, which is great, but they've also had close games with, Arizona State and Stanford, who are combined three and ten in conference, so that's not impressive. 
Uh, looked at a little uh, statistics today, and Utah's run defense is fifth in the nation in rush yards per game. So I think they contain Dylan Johnson. So I'm going to go Utah catching the nine and a half. Cool. I like, I like, I like that. that pick. I'm, I'm going to jump on board. I think Utah's got the perfect recipe to pull an upset with something like this. Uh, I think their defense is legitimate. It's kind of slow things down. And then I think their offense is good enough to score points against a shitty Washington D. Uh, So I wouldn't be shocked if they win this game. Uh, So I would lean the plus nine and a half and I will, I am contemplating throwing Utah in on my uh, super dog parlay. (laughs) Super dog parlay is I'm in Miami. Nice. Being calculated by the game. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Uh, SEC action, Tennessee at Missouri. Uh, Tennessee favored by one point. Totals 58 and a half. Matt, man. Yeah, this is short and sweet. Missouri's been good to me all year. 4-0 picking them. Uh, so I'm not going to go against the wagon now. Give me Mizzou. I love I love that so much because I need a I need a Tennessee loss. I have the future under eight and a half and under nine, so uh, I need them to lose. I basically need them to lose. Um, so stay away, stay away on the play, Trav. Just ride that out. Uh, staying away on the play. Just gonna uh, root for uh, Missouri to win this game outright. Um, just because I have the Tennessee future, my gut says Tennessee wins the game. <laughs> Disagree. Um, also important to know, I don't think I've ever cared less about a 13 versus 14 matchup in my life. Um, yeah. They're uh, not these are not, same, these are like mid tier SEC teams yeah. and they just have those rankings. So I feel like Tennessee is even the more overrated of those two teams. So I like Missouri at home, free point, Mizzou. All right, Travi, Oklahoma State at UCF. Oklahoma State favored by two and a half, <laughs> over under 64 and a half. What the hell is this? So <laughs> I should uh, throw this out there really quick. I wanted to pull up the ZFB standings uh, really quick. We have Missouri at 17 and Tennessee at 18 for what it's worth. That seems. Uh, what, what are their actual rankings? 13, 13 and 14. 14. Missouri is the higher. 14, yeah. And they're the home team, so yeah, they they cover basically um, is what the numbers yes. say. Anyways, um, I don't know what's up with the Oklahoma State game. Um, I'm not I'm not touching that game. Uh, not falling something's for it. Up, something's up. If life was on the line, I forget who they're playing, but I would bet that <laughs> UCF at UCF. Yes, I I would take UCF. I would take UCF in the points because okay. something's up. something's up. Yeah, I don't maybe Oklahoma State bounce house. There's some weird stuff going on there. Entire team has the flu or something. I don't know. Uh, I'll take the cheese though. I'll take Oklahoma State minus two and a half. <laughs> They've covered five in a row. UCF's covered one out of the last six. Um, common opponent Cincinnati. UCF just squeaked by last week. Oklahoma State beat Cincinnati by like a hundred. I don't think this makes any sense, and I'm just gonna keep it simple and play it. Oak State. Uh, yeah, obviously coming off the big Oklahoma win in Bedlam last week, uh, some may say this is an Oklahoma State letdown spot, you know, big emotional win, whatever. But those people may not know that UCF's rush defense is fourth to last in the nation. 
and rush yards. <laughs> wow. Per game. Wow. Ollie, nice, Ollie, Ollie Gordon might run for 300 yards <laughs> in the Oklahoma State. In the first half. Three. Yeah. Ugh, it, it could get ugly. Is this still a, is there, uh, there's still threes out there? <clears throat> what, if I you wanted just, like a plus three? Uh, no, no. I, no, no, minus I, two and if a I, half. If I were to it's flip going, sides and jump on them. It's with going you guys. the other way. It's getting closer to UCF. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. I'm, I'm back out again. I don't know what the hell. Something's up. UCF one maybe is five, going to win. I one in five in the conference, UCF, for some reason. I got, uh, I got minus two and a half here. It's actually minus 108, too. So it's. That's what I'm saying. Actually, it's, it's people are betting. Favorable. People are betting UCF. UCF. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I think I'm going to stay away. I'm going to see how I feel Saturday. Something so that tells me UCF's going to win. I just don't know why. As long as Gordon plays, like Matt Man just said, he's going to run for the entire offense. Wait, as long for... as he plays, is, is he on an injury report? Is this not that I know? No, I think he was just saying, like, you know, if he we dies just in a need one guy or yeah. something. Yeah, no, he just needs to get there. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> All right, uh, Rutgers at Iowa. Uh, this is a big one. Iowa's favored by one and a half. Totals twenty eight and a half. That has to be lowest total we've ever seen. Yeah, it is. It's the first time a totals ever like debuted below thirty. I heard. All right. Uh, I think this is back to me again. So I don't. We don't need to state too much here. I did see both these teams are allowing fifteen to sixteen points per game, but it's like that weird dynamic. You put them up against each other. I, I think both these teams are going to struggle to score ten. So I'm fine with this number. Obviously, I want to play it. <clears throat> the trend is working under 28 and a half. Need to stay away from like those freak defensive and special team scores, obviously. Yeah. At least you got four touchdowns to work with. <laughs> yeah. That That's hook good. is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Is it to me? Sorry. Yeah, I got you. lost in the snake draft here. Um, yeah, short and sweet. Iowa, I think, is absolutely terrible. And Rutgers proved they're kind of competent by not getting insanely blown out by Michigan and Ohio State. I mean, they had the lead at halftime against Ohio State. So I think they can they can get the job done. And we're getting one and a half with them as the dog. So uh, I'll take Rutgers. Damn. That would really shake up the Big Ten West again. It would, and, and and if Rutgers does win that game again, I keep going ahead to the tiebreakers. Uh, Bad for the tiebreakers. We, tie we need the them. Iowa win here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I I can get a twenty-eight here for an over. <laughs> I think I might just play it. I, <laughs> I think every under total um, that's thirty-five or less has won, with the exception of one ever. So I think it hits like you know nine out of ten times, but. 28 seems insulting. I mean, that's literally one kickoff return. I mean, you're no, it's four. It's, no, I'm saying one kickoff return. And you're a quarter of the way there. I mean, that just seems so fucking dumb. Yeah. I'm just going to take the over 28. I think. All right. We're going head to head there. Trav. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just bro throw each other. All right. I want the 28 though. I don't want that hook. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <clears throat> Ole Miss at Georgia. Georgia favored by 10 and a half and total 57 and a half. This is Matt man. Yeah. So, uh, unlike, uh, natural, uh, I have not watched much Georgia football this year. Uh, but what I do know 
is Georgia is three and six against the spread. Ole Miss is six, two and one against the spread. And Lane Kiffin loves going for on fourth down. Uh, Ole Miss has a seventh highest fourth down attempts in the <laughs> FBS. They're converting at a 70% clip. Uh, I think you're going to need some fourth down conversions to compete with Georgia. So I'll take Ole Miss plus 10 and a half. Oh, that's great, man. Because to me, I feel like Ole Miss just feels so phony. I think Lane Kiffin's like actually pretty dumb. Um, every time I hear him talk, I like think he's going to be smart or say something like witty, but he's actually just sounds like pretty dumb. He's not like Ed Orgeron dumb, but he's close, way closer to being dumb than than he is being smart. I got him at basically roughly five and twenty four versus ranked teams in his career. Uh, he's lost the last three ranked matchups on the road, but at least a couple TDs. I'm going to take the uh, dogs minus 10 and a half. Uh, they'll cover by the half and then just cruise from there. <laughs> Side note on Lane Kiffin's record in uh, against ranked teams. Why does he not catch the flack that James Franklin does? Because Ole Miss, Ole Miss, Ole Miss is fine with eight and four. I mean, I don't No, I think they are fine with eight and four, but yeah, it's just, it's the yeah. same idea. I mean, it's, it's like, we lose to Ohio State every year. So does everyone else. I mean, it's frust- It's frustrating oh, yeah. to me. It's frustrating, obviously, um, when your coach <laughs> makes like ten million dollars and he, you know, wins whatever twenty percent of his twenty percent of his ranked matchups. I mean, but I just I don't know. The same teams uh, win could, every year, and unless your team about- is one of those five teams, it just seems like that's what yeah, your rank your 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 ranked matchup record is going to be. So we go through the same thing every year, but I'm just. I went down a rabbit hole with Nebraska before or during and after Bo Pelini and it ain't pretty. So I just am afraid of what, what would happen if that's fair. Franklin go. I mean, I, yeah, it's Nebraska was no, Nebraska was no worse than nine and three with Bo Pelini and they let him go. And then I think it's been maybe 10 ish years that since he's been gone, they've hit nine wins once like, and it's been a losing season every time, every other time. So yeah. I sorry, sorry to side. Uh, no, it's there, very, but, very, uh, very, very fair. Uh, I I think about it all the time. Yeah, Matt but then Matt you end up with Matt Rule. That's what I'm saying. If we got Matt Rule, but I don't know who we're gonna get. What if we get a uh, Matt Canada? I don't know. <laughs> Promote Manny Diaz and make make Coach James Franklin a recruiter. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Actually, it doesn't sound terrible. Try it out one year against Ohio State and see what happens. Move, uh, move Franklin into that like Connor Stallions role. Yeah, I like he'd that. Un- he'd have to unshine his head to to blend in, but uh, <laughs> hat and shades. Hat and then pulled if you down. Can't your way. Yeah, just pull the hat down. <laughs> All uh, right, sorry, Jake. I'm with Trav here. I think a 21 point win for Georgia feels right. Jimmy's and Joe's. I guess Ole Miss has one good win. They beat LSU in that shootout, but I'm not really buying Ole Miss as legitimate yet. So yeah, I think their defense is phony. They scored like what 14 points against Bama. I I can't take them seriously. Uh, I'm very scared. I'm on the opposite side. Yeah, we just here, lost but... on the dogs last week. Similar number, uh, double digits. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it, do it again. Do it again. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it again. Yep. Doing it again. No problem. All right. Uh, I think we're back at you, Trav. USC at Oregon is a large line, 15 points. Yeah, too big. Too big for me. 73 and a half. Too too big for me. I mean, this seems like a drastic overreaction. These are two, like, legit Pac-12 teams. I I, I don't know what to make of USC's defense. It's 
It is so bad, but they do have a new defensive coordinator this week. It seems like this is similar to, you know, you throw the head, the new head coach in there, uh, like the Raiders situation. <clears throat> they win by four well, touchdowns. I it doesn't make sense. I could not disagree more. You throw the new DC in there. there. It's going to be better. It's or it's no, you can't just positive vibes your way into not giving up 60 (laughs) points. You sure can. You can simple, you can make the defense much simpler, and I guarantee you can see some results. I think USC is going to score. I mean, we saw Washington go up and down the field on Oregon's D. I don't think they're amazing. I think they could. I think USC can score 35 points, and you're telling me Oregon's going to score like 50. I just, I'm not seeing that happening. I'm taking all the points. I think there's a reason that line is shockingly big. I'm afraid of it. I'm not going to touch it, but I'm not going to be surprised when Oregon wins by 28. Uh, Easier play, though. I'm just going to take the Oregon team total over. I don't even care what number that is. I'm positive they can score 50. And I know it's less than 50. Yes. (laughs) I'm not seeing that. (laughs) I'm seeing it every week for the last nine, ten weeks. Do you want to guess what their team total is? It should be in the like mid forties, forty five. Yeah, it's like, it's forty five. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not enough. It's so over. High. It's so okay. High. So forty five. USC just got to score thirty, Snake, and they cover this game. I just, I, I think it's too many points. Yeah, but Oregon's probably points, gonna man. score like fifty eight. Okay, I, I, this has got back to our cover written all over it too. <laughs> I mean, you're telling me they're not gonna have Caleb Williams out there like hucking the ball in the end zone with two minutes left to get this thing covered? Is there yeah, any no. chance that man's not playing? Because that was my first thought when I saw the line. Oh, I yeah, I think maybe maybe the line's just more representative of USC shitty defense than yeah. anything. Uh, it's but, just too many too many points. I'm gonna throw them in my money line teaser too. Uh, do that thing, Trev. Cross off zero. Put down oh, seventeen yep. or fifteen when the game starts. I will. I will. I'll send it to you. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, for me, I think USC and their three losses. They're they're throwing it in for the year. Uh, I don't. I don't think this game's going to be close. I think Oregon's going to win by twenty four more. Ducks. <laughs> Oregon alt line. Yeah, give me move it. that thing up. <clears throat> move it, King okay. style. Well, that I mean, I'm not going to touch that game in any in anything. But for the sake of the pod, I think Oregon's winning by 28 or what did I say? 24, <laughs> whatever the number is. Yeah. All yeah. right, last game: Air Force at Hawaii. Um, Air Force favored by a lot, 18 and a half. Total is 47 and a half. We get the 11 Eastern kick. Not quite the midnight, but Ooh. 11 still good. Uh, was this Daylight back savings time? That's why this might have been back to me. I'm losing yeah, track down you. the stretch. <clears throat> um, thought about this every which way. Still a little scarred by that Hawaii goose egg, Trev. We had the over. Mm, get over it. Bounce back last week. <laughs> Bounce back last week. I was going to ask. I actually don't know what happened with Hawaii last week. I know I, I had ha- Nevada to cover the points, so I didn't. I didn't lay eyes on it, but it wasn't good. Hawaii. Hawaii looked good. Okay. Perfect. It wasn't good uh, for me. Air Force looked bad. Air Force lose to Army or Navy? Army, right? Yeah, that was the low game. That was the low scoring game. They got smoked. Uh, Army. They Army. gave up all sorts yeah. of points to Army. They couldn't score. Don't know what that was about. I hope they're still rattled from that. Rainbow Warriors, 18 and a half freebies. I'm going to take them. <laughs> My God. On the island with 18 freebies to start. I'll take it. Hawaii. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, you mentioned Air Force losing to Army. Uh, do you know who Army lost to? UMass. Do you guys know that? They lost to UMass. That was at that's the beginning. Awful, yeah. That's an awful, awful, awful look for Air Force. But I think Hawaii is is just terrible. And I think <laughs> I think Air Force's run game, I think they're number one in the nation and run yards per game. Uh, I think this this won't be close. Air Force will cover 18 and a half handily. I hope someone's yeah. tracking my picks, by the way, because I'll just have to re-listen to it uh, and see how totally, I did, totally agree. But um yeah, I, I think Air Force has struggled in two games this year. They were both against the service academy teams. Uh, teams that know their their offense basically. Other than that, I mean, they've kicked the shit out of everyone's snake. Uh, the over is the easy play here. The total itself is incorrect. I think Air Force <laughs> legitimately. I think they score forty nine points themselves. Oh no! <laughs> After just scoring three, yeah, against a a, a team that knows their offense. Yeah, though. it's just different, man. It's just different. They score. Look at their totals. They score like thirty five or more in every other game, minus the two service academy games. Yeah, we got. So you're telling me to add the over, and you don't think, yeah, you don't think Hawaii can keep it within. Oh, I think Hawaii's going to have mismatches on the outside. I think they're going to be hucking that thing deep, <laughs> stopping the clock, or scoring TDs. I don't know what else you want. Probably right. some picks thrown in there too. Yeah. All right, I'll play the over as well. Forty nine by the half. All right. Uh, that's all the picks. So. Outside of those games, if you have any notables to give out, Matt, man, did you have any other games that you jumped out to you? Uh, any other plays you're looking at across the board? Do you need to scan the board? Trav can go first. Yeah, yeah I'm going to scan it right now. All right, I'm going to need Matt, man, to give me thumbs up or thumbs down here. I got Kansas <laughs> minus three and a half. They're playing Texas Tech. Uh, Kansas, Kansas isn't fluky anymore. I mean, nope. they just seem really good. Uh, they've won their last four at home uh, against, against the spread. So, uh, Rock Chalk Jayhawk there. That's I have, uh, we mentioned Brennan Armstrong coming back. <laughs> I got NC state covering against wake Forest. I hate this pick already, but <laughs> I mean, they just seems so much better offensively and defensively. Now they covered the past two weeks by over 17 points. Uh, and now they can cover if they beat wake Forest by a field goal. I mean, wake Forest is terrible. They've lost five of their past six. The one win was against Pitt, which they basically lost as well. Uh, I mean, this team really sucks. Uh, I'm going to take uh, so I'm going to take NC state to cover, uh, cover two and a half points there. I have Houston uh, to cover two points against Cincinnati. Houston's coming off uh, a win. Um, they're, they're only four and five this year, but they're four and one against the spread at home covering by basically a touchdown and Cincinnati's in free fall. They've lost seven straight games and they've lost six of seven against the spread. So, <laughs> Uh, this is kind of one of those take the cheese games here, snake Fresno minus one playing at San Jose state. Something's up with the line. I, I don't, I'm just not going to overthink it. This has got major mountain West implications here. Uh, Fresno needs a win to kind of stay alive for the top seed. And then, um, San Jose state, uh, they're, they've won three in a row, but they're all against like bottom, bottom feeder mountain West teams. So I'm not, I'm not taking too much, uh, you know, not taking too much from that. I think Fresno just scores a lot of points here, and I don't think San Jose State can keep up with them. I'm taking uh, BYU at home plus seven and a half against Iowa State. Keaton Slovis is going to be back. I think BYU is just a different team at home. Iowa State coming up from the cornfields. I just think they're in for a rude awakening here. This feels like a coin flip. 
they're catching seven and a BYU's <laughs> catching seven and a half points. I'm throwing them in the uh, the the parlay. Um, <laughs> Wyoming plus four. They're playing UNLV. I can't really take UNLV too seriously. I probably should. Their record against the spread is like pretty outrageous. But uh, Wyoming had a nice bounce back cover last week. Um, this this is a must win for Wyoming as far as Mountain West standings go as well to keep to keep uh keep pace in the championship race. Uh, UNLV is actually one game up on them. Uh, I think I know two things about Wyoming coach Craig Bull. Number one, he probably has untreated high blood pressure. And number two, he's going to have the boys ready to roll in this one. I think Wyoming wins this outright, catching four points. Uh, exhibition plays. I mentioned Miami catching 14 and a half. I kind of want to play the buffs catching 10. That's probably a little risky though. Arizona's like, we like Arizona. Right what about uh, the over? I, is Arizona's uh, D any good? No, don't think so. Um, they held UCLA to 10 points. Mm, at, home, <laughs> at, home under, at home under the lights. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. Held Washington State to good. six. I remember that happening. I, that was weird. I have, I have no idea if Arizona's defense is good. But yeah, that's a good call. They did hold Washington State to six. So yeah, it might be okay. Um, and then a uh, rice over <laughs> exhibition play as well. Just spouting. 59 and a half. That's a lot of plays. I did, yeah. I did not review the board hard enough. I have two plays and I will be certainly adding. I feel like I need to add several that Trav just guaranteed with like. Oh shit. Throw a uh, TCU into the super dog thing too. Nine and a half at home against Texas. Oh, this thanks. is Super Bowl. Thanks for stealing my thunder. Yeah. That's one Sorry of my picks. TCU plus 10. That's a money. That's a money line sprinkle. Absolutely, they could win that game, and it's not going to make any sense. <clears throat> and then Indiana, Illinois, under 43.5. Those are just two bad offenses. I think we can keep that under 40. Uh, I'm staring really hard at Maryland and Nebraska as well. Um, Maryland's favored no, by three. No field. no field there. Maryland's favored, though? I feel like Maryland's in fall-apart mode. Did Nebraska lose last week? They did to... lose to Michigan State, which seems all right. That's insane. a stay away. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Wanted to take Nebraska. <laughs> they, are, they are at home. Um, and then I gotta throw. Who is Virginia playing? <clears throat> they're catching some serious points. Uh, oh, Louisville. I think they're catching like twenty some points. Are they like plus a thousand? I don't know. Uh, I just I don't think it's insane for Virginia to go in there and steal that game. I don't know what to do with Louisville. I, they're good at home. I know they've covered a lot at home, so like they might just be prob- really good. They might just be good, and I think their defense is supposedly really good. But I watched Virginia go to UNC and knock them off. Why can they not go to Louisville and knock them off? <clears throat> Why not? <clears throat> Throw that in there. Six legs. That's gonna <sighs> be like man. I should be able to pay off my student loans with that. Nice. <laughs> any any off the board plays you like, Matt? Man. Yeah, as as, I, as you guys were talking, I was scanning, but I got two. I got Oregon State at home. Uh, they are built different in Corvallis. Uh, they're minus 21. A lot of points. But I like them. They're playing Stanford, <laughs> who is Cheeks. Um, feisty at times. Mm, feisty. Uh, never been ranked number one, though. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and then my second one is the – what the hell is it? Uh, it's the San Diego State – Colorado State under 47 and a half. Um, 
looking back at San Diego State's last two games, uh, last week they they played Utah State. Um, now there were 56 points scored total, but it went to double overtime where 22 points were scored in that game. So if that doesn't go to overtime, it's uh, easily hitting hitting the under. Yes, and then uh, the game before that, they lost six to zero to Nevada, who Nevada is absolutely horrific this year. Uh, they haven't been good since Colin Kaepernick was there. Shout out Cap. Um, cap. We're so a cap. I, we're a cap pod. I think the Built under different. under forty seven and a half and San Diego State Colorado State is. Yeah, that's getting added. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm adding yeah. that as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm it's adding such that. a random play. <laughs> a little Mountain West add under. Oh, two UFC plays of Alex Pajeda. Uh, slight favorite, minus 120 against Yuri Prohaska. That is for a title. Uh, shout out to Danbury, Connecticut. Good news. Alex Pajeda is a student of Glover Teixeira who is the guy that stole or that gave up the belt on Trav's wedding night. So we're getting that back a little revenge factor here. Yeah, uh, that's, fighting, that the makes sa- sense. fighting the same guy. He's going to steal the belt back. That seems, yeah, that seems right. And then, uh, Sergey Pavlovich, uh, plus a hundred. So going flip odds on him against Tom Aspinall. He's going to punch Tom Aspinall in the face really hard. He's going to knock him out. <laughs> Those are two thought, UFC locks. I thought you were going to do like some sort of pun there between ass and, I don't know, pin and wall. I don't know. <laughs> uh, he's going to pin his ass to the wall. He's going to pin his ass <laughs> to the wall. And he's going to pavlov. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just a couple, uh, couple late night plays for you there. Uh, just wanted to throw out, we never uh, threw out a... Uh, player who wore jersey number 55. Um, oh. oh, please do. I want to throw out white chocolate himself, Jason Williams. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Good call. I, always, I always go NFL in my head, I think. Actually, I feel like, yeah, I must go just NFL linebacker, it feels like, for the past like uh, um, 10 episodes <laughs> here or so, um, or fullback or linebacker. But I had uh, Terrell Suggs cued. I think yep. he's 55. Yep. Yep. Good call. Another was, thing uh, we have to throw out is a pod parlay here oh yeah favorite yeah, parlay. favorite play across all boards i like uh my favorite san diego state colorado state under 47 and a half <laughs> oh, you can't do that i'm just kidding i won't steal it from you man sorry well yeah, that I is wasn't... getting lo- that's getting locked in though just just all so right. you were aware <laughs> oh man <clears throat> i try not to, try to avoid all conflicts so like Miami plus 14, I like, but I'm not doing that. What about, um, were we all pretty pl- pro TCU plus 10? I I was indifferent. I mean, w- we saw Colorado beat TCU, and Colorado is terrible. Um, it's a, but it's is the Texas is, game. Throw everything out. Is yours back for Texas? I think so. No, I don't. It's, they said he was like throwing last week, but I think okay, it's going to be so the Murphy. I don't know if you guys caught the Malik Murphy at the end of that game, though. It was not good. I mean, he looked bad. Yeah, and I was going to say this. This is his. He looked like couldn't throw to anybody besides the defense, I guess. Oh, gotcha. Uh, This is his first road game, too, right? So 
night game and TCU. Oh yeah. F it. TCU. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. It's a TCU's in. Okay. TCU's in. I, 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 I would take TCU good. or Oak state. I know Travis kind of leaning UCF. Oh no, I'm cool with Oak state. I just, uh, that's just, that's something stinks, man. That seems like a game. I, I know it stinks. Lose. It's obvious it stinks, but it does stink. Everyone's one out of ten stinkers pays off. <laughs> it's a good quote from you. <laughs> I'll stick with TCU, getting ten. Okay, Trav, who you got? Oh God, uh, <laughs> I don't think I like any of these now that they're all written down. What do you guys think about Houston uh, covering two points against Cincinnati? I mean, Cincinnati is ugly. We look Hate at it. it, love it. Houston's Not- home too, under a field goal. I mean, yes. I did. I do. Four, like they've covered spot. four. They've covered four or five at home. Houston's up and down, man. Okay, that's a thumbs down. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm just looking. Forty-one nothing, Kansas State. Bad game. It did <sighs> just beat Baylor by a point. Oh wow, Fresno is actually. Catching points now? That's insulting. I'm just going to take Fresno, boys. Are you guys okay I like with that? that? I like that. I like that. Okay, yeah. Fresno fine. catching points. And then my mine will be Kansas. You can home. just take Fresno money line. I don't need a point and a half. That's petty. That man likes Kansas. Kansas favored by a couple or something. Oh, I love Kansas too, Matt. Yeah, three and a half at home. Fits under my under four narrative at home. So Love that. All right, that's the place. What did you settle on, Snake? TCU, but I secretly oh. like Oklahoma State more. But <clears throat> it stinks. Okay, I was gonna say, don't take, don't not take it because of me. I can't get blamed for another <laughs> parlay missing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean UCF. I don't understand. Just do it. Come on, John Reese, a little. John Reese Plumley or whatever his name is. Uh, I can't stand. Yeah, if that guy yeah. beats me, I won't sleep. Yeah, yeah. that guy flexing. I'll stay off it. TCU, Sunny right. Dykes. I like Sunny Dykes at home. All right, cool. Yeah, I like. No way like, that loses. I like the mix of a, a save, <laughs> a dog, and and a money line there. So I, I like that. Uh, I didn't look over NFL. Matt, man, any winners? Haven't haven't looked. I'm pretty sure this week's slate is gross. So no winners oh here. God, uh, uh, Steelers at Steelers at home have to do that. <laughs> I mean, this guy just bets <laughs> Steelers every week. Catching <laughs> three. Um, they're doing pretty well though, aren't they? Yeah, they're five and three. So, <laughs> oh, the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders win last week. Yeah. Oh God, they won by like five touchdowns. With the new coach. All right, give me them again. They're playing the Jets. Yeah. I'll take Raiders. Jets prime time at home. That uh, uh, Buffalo is playing. Denver. Denver. Yeah. On Monday, my brain is like not adjusting to this because they played on what day did they play? Sunday night? Oh, okay, yeah. And then uh, they played Thursday the week before that, I think. Oh my god, they're at home against Denver. God, they should cover that. The hook? Yeah, it's I don't care. Big number. Do, do not <laughs> care. <laughs> See that look in his eyes? I saw <clears throat> Buffalo's Terror. odds. Buffalo's odds to make the playoffs are officially a coin flip. Oh, that was my hot take. Yeah. Well, it's not it feels hot. like that. It's not hot anymore now that they're they're even money, but I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Their schedule is tough. Like yeah, that's what that's what happens, man. They have three or four more wins in there, and well, 
Yeah, if they can get the next two, I'll feel a little bit better because they got like yeah. basically two bunnies before things heat up. It's yeah. like Eagles, Chiefs, Chargers. Chargers. Oh yeah, I'm like, what in the hell are we supposed to yeah. do with this? Yeah, got the yeah. Dolphins to end the year too, which that fins up. Yeah. Well, fins are going to have AFC East locked up, so we'll just be going down there just yeah. to secure that spot See if against. You can't uh, snag a wild card or something. Skylar Moore, whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> Thompson. What, what, Thompson. Thompson, yeah. Oh, you're talking about the Kansas State guy? Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. still Miami's backup. Oh no, no, they got uh what's his face now? They paid somebody to come down there. Mike White? Yeah, yeah, Mike yeah, White. Mike yeah. White. But I think the I don't know, I thought the Skyler dude would play in the event of it. I'm not sure. Yeah. We don't need him. Our quarterback's indestructible. All right, three minutes before this thing signs off, so uh any final words? Text line? Oh uh, yeah, you better. You guys better hit up the text line. It's been a little quiet recently. I'm um, collecting <laughs> dust. Our number is four two four two four two ninety one fifty six. Hit us up with whatever. Uh, we're um, just uh, looking for uh, any your thoughts on just about anything, um, particularly the ZFP rankings, uh, ZFP which we'll rankings. publish. Which we'll uh, publish on the website. Um. Matt Man's ear status. Check in on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Want to give a shout out to my brother, coach of the Quiz Bowl team. They got their uh, season opening dub tonight. Uh, over. Why Fredonia. did I? Why did I think you were going to say they got their asses kicked tonight? That's no, in the no. Quiz Bowl. Some kid uh, got a clutch toss up question right that uh, that bolstered them to to victory there. So. Uh, it's going to be in the newspaper tomorrow, apparently. So I don't Shout out, Dragons. Quiz Bowl. All right. All right. Hit the text yeah. line. Uh, other than that, Matt, man, thanks for coming on. Lending some knowledge. Yeah. Some of that first place knowledge. Winners. Yeah, sorry. This, uh, this, took, this took a while. I am tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tail this yeah. man if you're listening. Um, yeah. About uh, our our guest last week, he says he climbs into bed last night at like uh, about this time. Matt Man and his wife goes, "So you were doing a podcast with your friends for three hours <laughs> until yep. now?" Like she didn't believe him. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, yep. "No, no, that's what we were doing." Yep. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week for the uh, the fifty six episode. We'll talk to you all Jack then. Thomas. Jack Thomas. All right, see you, boys. See you, boys. See you Have a good night.